Hello Wembley, we are Sean and the Vagabond, I'm Sean Bell, on bass we've got Andy Hamilton. Yes, and on drums and backing vocals, Ian Dixon. Gonna smash it. I kind of feel like I should have said I'm back, baby, instead of... Well, you've ruined it now. Oh, can we just do it again? No, we oh. record... This is it. This is the show. We're in uh, it. Oh, oh fuck's sake. <laughs> Ian's back, everyone. Do you remember Ian from three years ago? Is that how long it's been? Uh, it's been... Nah, probably not. We've been, what, we've been doing Midnight Resistance for one year, and then mm. there was, what, about a six-month hiatus between this and Dark Zero. So, about 18 months. It Actually, it might be two years, you know. Actually, yeah. Yeah. It, Probably this is. is interesting. Video <laughs> Sorry. games. Are we just we just should we just fucking talk about video games? Yeah. That's why we are here. Does anyone have any video games in particular they'd like to talk about? Not really. I've been on holiday, so most of the stuff I played was stuff I've already talked about on the 3DS. I played some well, Monster that's good. Hunter. I played some Donkey Kong, um, whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong, not Jungle Beat. Like, this is the only one I can think the of. Fucking, Donkey Kong Country uh, Returns. Returns. That's it. That one. That's that's good. Um, I played a bit of Fire Emblem, but I'm so astonishingly poor at it. Um, I, I've sort of hit a point in it where I can't really progress anymore, and... It's not that it's crap, because it's clearly a brilliant game, but I just can't be bothered with it. And I downloaded a bunch of iPad stuff, because I sort of thought, well, I'm taking the iPad, so I might play some proper games on it. So I downloaded Limbo, um, Sorcery, which I've never played, KOTOR, and um, fucking The Silent Age... How does and, Knights of the Old Republic look? Cause... Um, I wouldn't know, because I spent the whole fucking holiday playing Ace Attorney. <laughs> so... <laughs> I uh, played okay. a lot of that. Bang on, wait, you say you got you so you haven't played Limbo on the iPad yet? No, oh no, I played, I played, I played like it for about fucking... two minutes and it's got really good controls and that's about really it. yeah. It it has this weird thing where like it, you can either do the sort of virtual stick thing or you can play the whole game with swipes and it just it kind of works with gestures. Alright, yeah. It's Hang really... on, Limbo as in the black and white Limbo. Yeah, yeah. Is there much replayability for an iPad game? I've never that? played it. Oh. Have you not? Yeah, I've never played it. It's not that fucking good. It's, uh. it's it's not. It's quite good for like the first sort of ten minutes, and then I yeah. gave up on it. But I, I played loads of Phoenix Wright, and I'm playing through the um, original cases again mm. with the really crap HD 
remakes on the um, <laughs> on the iPad where they've basically just drawn round everything. <laughs> it, lo- it looks awful. It looks really, really bad. Um, but uh, it's been long enough since I originally played the first one on the DS that I've completely forgotten everything apart from like maybe one or two you know, minor details. But the the you know the main cross you know crux of each case I've completely forgotten. So it's like playing it again for the first time. You know, I wish I could do this with Metal Gear Solid. But um, one thing I completely forgot is how amazing a Phoenix Wright game is when you start nailing the case. Oh yeah, it's one of the best once feelings start, in games. <laughs> once you start pulling at the thread, the thread and it of all bullshit. fucking unravels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, yeah, I never really understood though why. One, he was investigating crimes. Well, no, you've got because he's a lawyer. (laughs) And 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 two, why there was so much magic involved? (laughs) Because it's just like, well, you got magic. Just just do magic, Phoenix, and you'll you'll know who it is. You'll win. Yeah, Mm. like because some of the magic is it's not believable, but it's not too extreme. But then your fucking young assistant turns into your dead mentor, <laughs> and then it's sort of sort of pushing it. Especially because the fact she's meant to be a bit sexy and she's got massive tits. So wow. no, she's dead. She's literally rotting in the ground. Why are you make? Why are you doing this? It's really weird. But yeah, um, so that, that's that's kind of the main thing that I've been playing game wise. So you have. Well, that's Ooh. good to know. Well, I've been playing some of that. I know you've been playing as well, and you've clearly already fucking forgotten about the wonderful 101 demo. Oh yes. Oh, is that good? It's yeah, wicked. it's really good. It's I don't bit, have like, a Wii U because um, that's fine. No one, well, no one else. The same does. as everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, nice, no, wicked. It's it's really hard to get your head around at first. It's really confusing because mm. essentially, like you played Pikmin, haven't you? Ian? Um. Well, a bit of Pikmin Two, but it was in Japanese, and I didn't understand at the time, so I just got rid of it, and I've never gone back to it. Right. It, but imagine, imagine Pikmin if it was a fighting game instead of a sort of strategy game, basically. Yeah, that so sounds you, better. So you're basically controlling essentially one guy, but he has this crowd of other superheroes around him, and you, yeah, you create your weapons by joining the people together, like you draw shapes. And then all the people you've got surrounding you, they like form up and form like a gun or a fist or a sword. Um, apparently, there's, there's loads more weapons in the full game. In the demo, it's just the three. Mm. And um, yeah, like the the amount of people you have and the size of the patterns you draw to make these weapons affect how powerful they are. Where it get where it gets really clever is that you can like draw a shape and then instead of pressing A to make it your current weapon you can press X and it sort of becomes like its own autonomous thing and sort of disconnects from you and then fights baddies by itself. Yeah, well, so you, you can s- sort of... You split your crowd, basically. It doesn't... Yeah, you're like rationing it out. Yeah. Like, well, I'll, I'll use this many guys to make a sword, this many guys to make a gun, and I'll be a fist. And <laughs> it's fucking yeah. excellent. Um, I was always a bit worried about it, going <clears throat> because I don't like strategy games at all, especially mm-hmm. real-time strategy games, mm-hmm. mainly because I'm too shit to play them. But you're yeah. right. It, it 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 is an action game. It is a platinum games action game. Like it has like you know dodges and rewards you for like you know timing blocks and stuff at the right time. Mm. And you know again, there's, there's loads of different weapons and they're all pretty much valid for most situations. Just you know you've got to know how to use them in each situation. It has all that stuff that they've got in their other games there. Um, so yeah. I was. Although I kind of expected, like, I knew it was going to be a little bit more, um, you know, in your face than games like Pikmin and stuff I don't mm-hmm. like, like Command and Conquer. But I didn't expect it to be so much like things like Bayonetta. <laughs> mm. 
It's so is it actually as twitchy and, and you know, reaction-based well, as that sort of stuff? In or... the demo, no, but there's a few right. boss fights in it where I can see it will get that way. Yeah, totally. It would like not surprise start, me at once all. Once it starts getting quite difficult, it's like you really need to be learning how to use the blocks and the dodges and stuff. Yeah. Um, it gets really hard. So mm. is it going to sell a load of Wii U's then? Oh, no. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not going to sell any. I mean, Platinum have enough trouble on a console that's actually, you know, already sold loads. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know. That's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame, but I mean, you know, I sort of, I mean, I saw it coming. Like, I'm happy because I'm getting a new platinum game and I can mm. play it on the Wii U. But I was, you know, I was never expecting it to to shift Wii U's. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't have a Wii U, but I've not ruled out getting one because every time I sort of look at it, it's like, okay, if it was just fifty quid cheaper, then I, I just, you know, there's a no, it's mm. a no-brainer just because of the amount of stuff and especially co-op things like local co-op. Um, but again, like the having two pads and not, you know, not requiring two pads for most things or I don't yeah. know, I just, I want to justify it. But for the price at the moment, even though it's like, how much was it in Asda? Is it like 150 for the basic one? Yeah. 200 uh, for the limited. Yeah. That's pretty good actually. Yeah, but, it is. You should get one. And, uh, well, should I? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I want one for the few games that I want, but I'm just worried that once they're, once I've got those, like nothing else will ever Come I mean, up for it. I'm, re- I'm really happy with my Wii U games. I've got Mario Black Ops 2, which we talked about last time, and I got it cheap, and it's really fun playing the multiplayer on the gamepad. Mm-hmm. Zombie U, Sonic Racing, Tekken Tag Tournament, Darksiders 2, again, just because it was cheap, Monster Hunter Ultimate 3, which is still, at this point, my game of the year. I'm pretty pleased with that, and mm-hmm. I paid full price for my Wii U. Like, yeah, I, totally. I I haven't regretted the purchase once. I haven't even got Pikmin because I don't I don't think it's my thing. So I'm sort of a bit. See, I haven't got it yet, but only because I haven't got any money. But I'm getting paid tomorrow, so I think I'm going to run out and buy it. Uh, yeah, t- to be honest, Andy, I don't think you're going to get on with Pikmin yeah, based yeah. based upon my understanding that it's a real time strategy, and you, <laughs> yeah. like me, hate yeah. real time strategy. Well, this is it, and and it's pleasant. And if there's anything, yeah, it's really nice, like Animal stand. Crossing. Yeah, <laughs> but this is it. It's like you know point is there's a game on this console that's getting like eights and nines across the board that i'm just like nah i'll, I'll leave it <laughs> you know um yeah. so i don't i again we've mentioned it a million times in the i don't quite get the hate for the wii u but that's because we're cool yeah i don't think there's totally. any hate for it i think there's just oh, there a, is, a, there just is. a lot of apathy oh is there yeah, there's loads of people like, lol, hasn't sold many again, lol, what shit console. Oh. Mm-hmm. People are... I, I wasn't aware, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. shame. They're clearly just idiots then. Yeah, I know. It's, it's obviously not a shit console, it's just... No. I don't know. It's just been atrociously marketed and a little bit overpriced. <laughs> um, I've also been playing Mercenary Kings, What's that? which is fucking brilliant. Oh, I was meant to get on this. I've messed so, up. I've messed this up. is a this is a game by the dudes who made uh, the Scott Pilgrim game and also the excellent TMNT uh, beat up on the Game Boy Advance, um, and it's it is literally Monster Hunter combined with Metal Slug. It's like it's a two D shooter, um, like you're running around with a guy shooting baddies with a gun, um, and all the animations done by Paul Robertson, who if you haven't heard of him, probably some sort of dick. Um, Whoa! Oh, this is a bit unfair. I, I, who's Paul Robertson? You haven't heard of Paul Robertson? Okay, so a few like yeah, a few years ago. Paul I mean, Robertson I am some kind out. of dick, but who's Paul Robertson? <laughs> Paul Robertson is an animator. He put a few animations out a few years ago, um, and 
yeah, they're sort of in the style of like uh, late eighties, early nineties arcade games. Um, but they're fucking breathtaking, and I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be amazing if you did art video games? And he does now. Um, he did the Scott Pilgrim game, and now he's doing Mercenary Kings. You can sort of tell that like having to make his stuff interactive sort of hurts it a bit, and it's like it's not really up to the stuff he did when he was just being an animator. Um, but still, like, yeah, he's, he's really fucking good. And yeah, Mercenary Kings, it's basically Imagine Metal Slug if it had the mission structure of Monster Hunter in that you, you had your home base and you could, like, customise your guns and stuff. Like, the gun customization in it is absolutely stupid. You sort of, you build the weapon out of, like, its individual parts um, and that affects, like, the way it shoots and the, the stats of it and stuff. Um, yeah, and then you just have, like, all these missions um, to pick and you sort of gather materials and, and build new shit and it's fucking excellent. Is it, like, they've even gone, to, like, down to, like, the, the bosses you fight, you can weaken them and then use, like, bombs to paralyse them. <laughs> Like, just like in Monster Hunter. And then you get extra shit for it. So, um, you know how, like, in, in Monster Hunter, you know, you have your hub, and then you go out into different worlds? Does it yeah. work like that? Yeah. As in you have it, okay. Yeah, but, you have but all it's different all 2D. missions, and they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have different missions, and they all... Yeah, they sort of take you to, like, different maps and stuff. Although, like, same maps sort of get reused for a fair few missions. Um, but yeah, and it's got online co-op, which we really need to try out. I need to get it. You do need to get it. It needs it's to not elevate even... its way up my list. It? <laughs> it's a, it's on Steam Early Access. It's not actually finished yet. Um, it was successfully kickstarted about six months ago or something. Um, but yeah, I think it's like twelve quid on Steam Early Access. And like, even though it's not finished, it's totally worth it already. Good game. Cool. Cool. Ian, what have you been playing? Um, well, I mean, mainly just 3DS stuff. Um, mm. I finally got one. Um, I got Monster Hunter with it. Um, and I am slowly, slowly actually getting into Monster Hunter. Like, cause basically, I'm just so sick of you lot talking about it. And I thought, <laughs> and it's the thing is, it's the same with like Dark Souls and Dynasty Warriors. It's like they're they're titles that I've just never really been able to find the time to actually get into them. But you mm. you cunts keep talking about it so fucking much. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it must be good. It must be good. So. So I thought, okay, I'll get. We are wrong sometimes. I don't know if you're aware. No, but you know, <laughs> you we we tend to share we tend to share an interest in similar you know yeah. tastes. So I figured, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I'm missing out. But um, Dark Souls and um, what else did I say? Dynasty Warriors I haven't yeah. bothered yeah. with yet. But yeah. Um, yeah, so um, enjoying Monster Hunter on the 3DS. It's taken me a while, and the controls, man. Like, who was it who said, "Oh yeah, the controls are fine. Don't worry about it," because they were fucking lying. No, they're wicked. I mean, they're 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 worse on the, on the 3ds. Yeah, that's what I mean. Get like the control of the camera. The th- yeah, um, I'm not. Well, I don't have a Wii U, so I'm playing on the 3ds. <laughs> and it's just like trying to swim and keep tapping buttons. And yeah. Stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. You see, I got a circle pad when I got my 3ds, so I've not had that problem. Uh, but mine's the XL, and uh, it's already right. really heavy. So, I, and I don't. Is a is a circle pad even out for the XL over here? Yeah, I oh, think so. Okay. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> Good really. Good debate, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying it, but um, yeah, it's just um, taking a while to, to actually keep getting into the point where I'll just be like hooked. Um, what I am hooked on is Animal Crossing, which I know mm. Andy's a massive fan <laughs> of. <laughs> Stop, but Andy, you're playing it wrong, right? It's crap. Because it's no, crap. it's not. It's not. It's not right. Because my town, okay, I've got every creature wearing a Jimmy Savile T-shirt now, right? I've got Buddy Holly by Weezer as my town theme, and I've started started writing really disgusting letters to everybody. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, once you've done that once... No, but basically, it helps helps if 
you I don't well you you live in London. Like I find that because I'm commuting all the time and getting loads of uh you know like street passes and stuff and people who've been playing Animal Crossing like they like end up in your Happy Home Academy section with a model of their house. So basically there's a section of the game where when you street pass people their house is like stuck in it so you can go and view the houses of people that you've street passed. So in my house there's just like it's a really nice like living room and bedroom and kitchen and, and bathroom and then in the basement there's just a load of torture equipment and blood everywhere. <laughs> um and I just take great delight in knowing that people are probably street passing me and then wondering what Yeah, the yeah I mean I've cuz I've seen it but obviously I know you. Yeah. So I expected something like that. Yeah. But no total strangers that'd be uh, terrifying. Yeah, and also um you know it does that thing that Pokemon did with the um data transfer so anything you've done in the game when if you let someone into your town the games will swap all the data regardless of what you think it's swapping so um yeah my my girlfriend just texted me the other day saying Ian why is there a bear wearing a Jimmy Savile t-shirt and and asking me if I fancy a shag <laughs> um so yeah but yeah it's it's it is like you know you do just spend hours doing what is technically nothing but it's so weirdly addictive if yeah, you my, my main problem with it is all that sounds wicked i cannot be bothered to get the money to do it because that's the <laughs> bit which just drives me fucking wild i just mm. like just getting bells is just it's time consuming and i don't think that the reward at the end of it is is good enough to yeah, warrant I, you putting in the time i just I I, th- <laughs> can't be bothered I think it helps that, like, when it first came out, I'd spend, like, days just playing it. I mean, it's been two months since it came out, and I've done it, I've been playing it for 150 hours now. Wow. Which is, yeah, I know, it's, it's pretty depressing, actually. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think, like, because, because the first few days, like, I just got loads of stuff and racked up all the bells and, like, saved a million bells really quickly, and then started getting interest and started buying turnips. Um, yeah, it's, now I don't, like, need any money because I've just got everything, you know, sorted. Yeah, it's good, especially when you're offensive on it. Um, I've also been <laughs> playing. Oh, I've also been playing Mount Your Friends, um, yes. which is like my go-to game for when I'm playing Animal Crossing, like in the background. <laughs> um, I've got to a point now where people actually quit out on me because I'm beating them too much. Oh yeah, no, it happens to me all the time, man. I, I rarely finish a match now because everyone just quits. It's mad, isn't it? I've had yeah. people quit just from my first vault onto the goat. Yeah, like like I do my people, little. So you do the, the yeah when you spring. do that vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just swing over and, and like, like now nah, for us. And but it's you know what it's it is so you know obviously it's really funny and whatever. But it's so good when you get to a point where you meet someone who is your equal and you have like this most incredible battle like and and it gets really intense and um and then you know they beat you and you actually feel like sending them a message saying you know what well done you're totally yeah. it's like it's. It is up there with Street Fighter 4 for that sort of thing. Definitely. <laughs> like, it really is. Um, on which game. note, um, I'm, I'm going to plug the, the Mount Your Friends UK Championship. Yes! So um, I've been speaking with Daniel Steger from Stegosaurus.com, and he's given us his full blessing to hold uh, a UK tournament in London <laughs> uh, on the 25th of September. What? So, <laughs> Is, is huh? that real? That's that real. I thought, this you is... were, I thought you were bullshitting. When, like, I, I, thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were just making a joke when you what? told me, like, what? No, man. Well, it started off It started off with just a Twitter conversation, and then I was like, oh, I've been thinking of trying to organise something like this. And the next thing is, I find out that, yeah, everybody's voted me the organiser of the official Mike Your Friends UK uh, tournament. So, um, uh, yeah, so we've been getting people involved. We want 
I really want to get in touch with Maxi Muscle and get some like crates of protein powder as <laughs> as prizes. <laughs> And just give like give like a tub of protein and a, a thong to to the winner. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's going ahead. I'm just um, just waiting to clarify the the venue to confirm the venue. But um, they they've pretty much like all but on paper have said yeah, twenty uh, fifth of September, Wednesday before Eurogamer Expo. So anybody listening who is in London during that period, come and join us at the uh, the loading and bar and show me. Kick the fuck out of everyone. What? Oh man, this is the problem though. Like, because I'm organising it, I don't think I can enter. No, probably not. It's true, that, you know, we'll, that, we'll have, have a friendly match. match. I know. It's really oh. annoying because it's just like my dream was to enter the tournament and win. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Heihachi Mishima. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe if I, um, maybe at the end I'll be like the boss and um, I can yeah. shave like down the middle of my head or something. I don't know. Um, and that'll turn out like my my grandson's an ogre and some bollocks about something or other. I don't know. I really hope everyone's getting that reference. Well, if they don't, then listen to the wrong fucking podcast. I'd tell That's them to true. shut up. That is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so Mighty Friends is well good. Um, should we talk about Salty Bet? Yes. That was the next thing. What? Go on in, ask what? us. What? What's, <laughs> what's Salty Bet? <laughs> what's Salty Bet? <laughs> um, so we've done a couple of articles uh, about a thing called Salty Bet. Now, it's difficult enough to get us to do one article about a thing. So when there's two about Ooh. one thing... Yeah, you you know we mean business. It's basically Dark Souls two, isn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, so Salty Bet is a thing where you can watch Mugen fights. Mugen being this uh, fighting game engine where basically anyone can put characters and backgrounds together for it. Yeah, and you can just add those characters to your roster. It's like that RPG and, Maker. I mean, I remember yeah, hearing yeah. about it about the time that I first found out about RPG Maker. Yeah. So fucking. Years ago, <laughs> and I and I, I mean I remember actually like downloading it and just taking one look at it and going nah, and then me and my mate sticking with RPG Maker and yeah. making something that was probably quite embarrassing if I ever turned about. But <laughs> um, but yeah, you make fighting game characters on it, and and like because you can make make anything. What a lot of people do is they just rip existing fighting game characters, and then some people will rip. Uh, characters from like 2D platformers or whatever and then some people will just make shit up um, and you just get this absurd mix of characters I, I love the creativity of gamers where it's like guys you can make whatever you can imagine you can do whatever you like oh I'm just going to make another Dragon Ball Z uh, rip off or, or I'm going to get Little Big Planet and then make the entire of Green Hill Zone from Sonic because you know instead of making anything particularly good well yeah <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, like, so these people have put these characters together, but you've got, like, when you. So, Salty Bet. I have not even fucking explained this properly. I'm trying to sort of word it without just reading my article out, basically. Um, <laughs> Salty Bet just does endless Mugen fights with just two AI characters fighting each other, and it just randomizes the characters each time, and you can bet on it. Not real money. That would be mental. Money. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And just imagine, just, just imagine if you could actually bet real money on it, and it's just—it'd <laughs> be absolutely horrible. Um, yeah, and you. So every time you see one of these matchups, like you've got no idea how good any of these characters are going to be because they're just made by people in their spare mm-hmm. time, and there's no there's no governing body for the whole thing. Um, it's just fucking nonsense. So, but but yet yeah, when when one of these matches comes up, and you'd be like. Oh well, you know that's fucking Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z versus like some little girl with an umbrella, and you'd be like, "Well, I'm going to vote for, you know, I'm going to bet on Vegeta." 
And then it just turns out that Vegeta just stands there for the entire match while the girl <laughs> with the little umbrella fires like laser beams out of her eyes or whatever and absolutely annihilates him. And that stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And it's mental. Well, this is it. It's like, I mean, that little anime girl who started firing nuclear bombs out of her ass, like, <laughs> she... It, not making... Just yeah. to point out, he's not making that up. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that, um... That character is made by someone somewhere who obviously downloaded Mugen and wanted to make a fighting game which probably contained loads of other little anime girls that fire other things out of their ass. But the um the thing is though, in that game they're probably not balanced because like we're not talking real game creators, we're not talking Capcom here. But they probably all complement each other a little bit better than what happens here. But the guys behind Salty Vale, whoever it is, has just clearly gone on to like a Mugen site like a fan site and just downloaded every possible character that's ever been <laughs> uploaded and created because th- there are like archives of Mugen mm. characters so you can go on there and you can just go oh, get the Capcom lot and all this lot and but obviously there's other people's random creations up there and yeah some he's just put everything in it's just every single <laughs> Mugen character ever found is in this which means you get like you know some characters like like Dragon Ball Z characters for some reason are really popular um, and yeah, for each Dragon Ball Z character, there's about like 20 or 30 different Mugen versions, isn't there? And yeah. they're all slightly different. Like, so, like, you know, say Vegeta comes up again a second time, he might actually be amazing mm. a second time because it's someone else's Vegeta, but like from the same sprite rip, but he's just done the stats differently and just bollocks like that. Was his name always Vegeta? Um, no, that's just one character from Dragon Ball. Okay, no, it's just, I mean, it, every time you say it, it just sounds really rude. I don't know, sorry. <laughs> um, what I don't get is right. I mean, this yeah. is this is what I had problems understanding was so so they've programmed these fighters with like I don't know like uh, what just just in the, the the system just recognizes moves and things that they've done. I I, See, and, I don't then, know. I don't know if they programmed the AI or if Mugen just sort of, yeah just looks at the character and goes right these are the the character's moves and then figures it out itself. Right. I don't know. No, I, I mean, think I mean, with some of the MS Paint ones they have had to draw in the animation. <laughs> <laughs> we have gonna have to explain MS Paint now, Andy. Well, just characters that people have created <laughs> and drawn in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, could you it, imagine it, Jim will paint it doing Mugen things? <laughs> Bob Hoskins in a dustbin. Or <laughs> <laughs> like Trevor McDonald as a sunflower fighting Sailor Moon. <laughs> um, I'd watch that fight. Yeah. And I'd bet on Trevor McDonald as well. <laughs> no, actually, no, because Sailor Moon's usually a pretty safe bet. Mm. Um, what were we saying? Uh, paint, something. MS Paint. Oh, yeah, MS Paint. There, there, there's certain like trends that have come up. Like, yeah, you always bet on MS Paint characters. For some reason, they're always really powerful. You always bet on exploding robots, which, <laughs> like, someone, some guy has converted a series of robots from this excellent um, roaming beat em up arcade game that I've forgotten the fucking name of. We all play as mechs and you battle the shit out of other robots, and it's well good fun. Um, Chrome Hounds. It's definitely not Chrome Hounds. That fun is not the word to describe that game. Um, and yeah, and he's made them all like really tough and really powerful. Um, for some reason, like when it's showing you both the contestants or both the fighters before a match actually starts and you can place your bets, they just stand there and then the timer runs down for I think it's like 30 seconds. And then when it gets to the end, they both do their like, like the, the animation they do when there's a timeout and they've lost. So, you know, usually characters do a sort of shameful like motion of yeah. some sort. But for some reason, with these robot characters, they explode. 
and that's like so a robot will come up and it's like oh man I don't know if I should bet on it and then you bet on it and you're not really sure if you made the right decision and then the time runs out and it explodes and you're like yes it's an exploding robot I'm going to win it's going to be fine um, so there's that and then Andy do you want to explain the Mexa beam the Mexa beam oh I'm right it's beam with an M beam. okay yeah. um, what it is is um, there are a load of um Dragon Ball Z characters that people have like gone onto sites and found like the um like there'll be like ten Gokus in the game and people have gone on like found the individual Gokus and there seems to be a trend of like Hispanic sounding usernames and Dragon Ball Z sprite rips oh, that have like that have like really 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 overly powerful lasers. Like, when they do their, like, big special move, it one-hit kills instead of doing something fair and balanced. And it's clearly designed by some kid who's like, yeah, I want Goku to kill everyone, so I'm going to Is that your best Mexican strong. accent? No, it was just the nerd voice. Um, it, was, it, was, it, was my go-to, it was my go-to voice for anyone who's played or worked in the video game industry. Um, um, so, that's what you have. And, yeah, you, in, what'll happen is you'll be watching a fight and... You know, it'll be going pretty badly for the Dragon Ball Z character because they've barely got any animation and their AI's ropey. And then suddenly out of nowhere, they'll just bust out a special move, which will hit them, drain all of the energy of their opponent and win the fight in one thing. That is a Mexi beam. (laughs) What I found was that, um, like, I think it's just because it's it's just such an easy betting system in, in that there's two people and one has to win. And and I think that makes it, you know, like, regardless of what it is, I, I mean, obviously it's better because the fact that it is, like, giant robots and Transformers beating up Mega Man and, mm. you know, Krang from the Turtles fighting some yeah. girl with her tits out. But, like, um, yeah, it's it's so addictive. Even though you know it's all... It's it's because you don't know more than anything. Like, you know, if you're betting on a football team or a horse or something, you sort of have an idea of, of the, the ability... But you yeah, just you just don't with this. It's like I said in the article. It's like like most things that people get really addicted to gambling on. Like it's like it is mostly random, but there's just enough like nous there to be had that you can convince yourself that you can you can game the whole thing and you can learn it and you can you can just get it right all the time and you fucking can't. There's that constant, like, no, if I just study it long enough and I can notice the trends, and I, I know exploding robots always win, and I know little tiny anime girls with magic powers always win, and like you sort of develop your fucking rules, and you think that you can just stick to them, and eventually you'll win loads of money. But it, but it, it never works. No, because here's the thing. It's like betting on the fucking UFC, right? I do that pretty much every event. If I'm about, I will put a bet on something. And it doesn't matter if I'm sat there going, right, this guy has got loads better wrestling and loads better striking than the guy he's fighting so I'll put money on him and then another person another person and even though that guy is the clear favourite mixed in with these other bets it kind of pushes my odds up and would make some kind of return and the other fights come in fine and I'm relying on this one dude who's an absolute favourite and this has happened twice this year, twice this year, that the favourite has been kicked in the head and knocked unconscious. <laughs> um, and that's, that's that's the thing. You can you can sit there and convince yourself that you've got this down. And I will. I'll be sat there going, like, I, I, I've got the measure of this fucking UFC game. I know what's going on. I know these fighters. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's someone's it got a seem... mexi beam. That's yeah. all it takes. <laughs> it, it does seem to like you know. I, I, at one point, you know, I did feel like okay, I definitely know this person's going to win. But it does get to a point where it's just like actually, I'm literally just voting on the the appearance and and nothing else. Yeah, because you know, with a fighting game, you have no idea of the hitboxes or, or anything. I guess you could probably tell that a small character's going to always have... bet on hitbox. Well, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> no, it's bollocks though, because I always used to bet on hitbox, and it lost me a lot of money. <laughs> so I'm, I'm over that I think the last one was Knuckles who's literally about a tenth the size, uh, the size <laughs> of his opponent and he got the shit kicked out of him I love kept how jumping this... up and trying to punch the other guy in the face this is zero originality in any of this it's always like it, it's, every single yeah. character is just a character that we already know yeah like... it's just nicked character yeah because this, like, this was just sprite rip from Sonic and Knuckles like that's it it's mad it's like... the, um, the unique characters though when they do come up are absolutely <laughs> breathtaking this, this one which came a minute ago was just it just it was just called Wan and it was just some guy who just he had no moves he stood still the entire battle <laughs> got hit a few times and then when his bar filled up enough he let out an ultra which was just a load of marijuana leaves that flew across the screen <laughs> and one shotted the other person <laughs> oh, and what was that Kyo we just saw as well Oh, uh, it's Psychopath no, Kaio. Yeah, Psychopath Kaio Kusana. Yeah, it's Kaio from um, King of the Fighters. It's called Psychopath yeah. Kaio. And I mean, I've seen him fight a few times, and he's done a lot better. He lost the fight that we watched a minute ago. But out of nowhere does this ultra move, where it just <laughs> the screen flashes. It says R.I.P. Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> in big neon letters, and then like a sort of cut-out, badly sort of MS Paint cut-out image in like really bad resolution picture of Kirk Bain flies towards the screen, <laughs> and then does like a certain amount of damage to people. And there's loads of stupid shit like that, which is why it's so compulsive. If you're interested in video games, the whole thing is just like, you know when you're playing a game and you stumble across an Easter egg? Mm. It's like that. Yeah, just but just assaulted. every two minutes. Yeah, so like, like sometimes you get a boring fight where like the, it's actually really good, but sometimes mm. you just be sat there watching the stream and then like Rocco's on life theme songs like, comes <laughs> on, and then um, and then like the next fight something like that fucking R.I.P. Cabane will appear, <laughs> and you can't. Uh. That's the problem. You can't take your eyes off it. It is just like, well, who's up next, and I... what is their special move? It has made me sort of want to like actually look at Mugen and, and try and make my own character just so that I un- I understand how yeah. how it's working because that's mm. what that's what I find most interesting is just how they've sort of pulled all these people and all their you know I guess the animations and things are just saved to some file that you just stick into the uh, game. Apparently, but, right? all the like all the moves and stuff. I mean, obviously the, the animations. I don't know what format it uses, but obviously that's kind of hard work. But apparently, everything else is just done like it's just text based. Right, so and I guess like that's a... why so many kids can just make Dragon Ball Z ripoffs. Yeah. It's not actually a lot of. Um... <laughs> I mean, I should explain the thing with the Dragon Ball Z characters is that because I found this a long time ago um, when I actually liked Dragon Ball Z, um, which was over thirteen years ago. I'm happy to, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, like it. <laughs> Like it's because Dragon Ball Z like actually developed a huge following in America, but the video games just weren't coming out in the West um, at all. So like it's too difficult to import stuff or pirate it in those days. Um, so yeah, so people were just like somehow getting the sprites online and then just making new gen characters instead because that was the closest thing they could get. Um, so I think that's why there's the huge like fuck Dailyzers. DBZ character. Right, because that was in like that was the original sort of start up of yeah, yeah, yeah. their outlet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I did. I must admit, like when I saw you two tweeting about it, right? I actually thought Andy had got you into gambling because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what salty bet was, and it just it sounds like a bet freed or a you know, it just sounds like a normal betting place, like mm. salty bet. I just, just assumed... like bet freed. Whatever was it? Why was it? How do you bet Fred? Bet Fred? <laughs> no, he's got an eye in it. Who are you arguing with? It's like it's like Siegfried, right? No, it's just Betfred. Oh, oh well. A lot of people have a lot of people in Betfred have thought I was really weird the other day. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing with German? it being called Salty Bet is that loads of people think it's like a joke about com or something. Oh, I never made that. Assumption. No, neither did I. That's if just he a bit didn't weird. make that assumption, I know, yeah. <laughs> then, and who are these people? <laughs> God. Um, no, it's just like when you're talking about it, and I'm just sort of skimming past it. I did think that it was just some sort of I don't know, maybe like League of Legends had started betting or something. Oh fuck that! I know that'd be terrible. Jesus, um, fuck watching League of Legends, fuck playing it, and definitely fuck betting on it. Just imagine, right? If if the guy who or, or girl whoever created uh, Salty Bet, right? Mm. If it became so big that it actually warranted starting real gambling, which I know is crazy. But imagine, imagine having to like present that to the. I don't know. Is there a gambling board? Like, is there Probably, some? Yeah, well, there must some, be because yeah, you know, go- like, um, you know, like loads of like phone-in competitions or whatever. They, like, there's always a question, and it's always fucking bollocks. Like, yeah. everyone would know the answer. Like- it's, apparently, it's so they can legally say like it's not gambling. Yeah, it's a skill-based challenge. <laughs> right. And then, oh, everyone got it right, so we are just going to have to pick a winner at random. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and yeah, and apparently that sort of gets you off the hook legally in a lot of ways. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so the, the, there are yeah laws about this stuff. I don't think they could just be like, oh, hey, it's real money now. Yeah, um, but okay, but say there was like a, some sort of government body that you have mm-hmm. to present this to before it becomes a gambling <laughs> business. It's like, okay, guys, what I've got right is is two two people fighting. Um, they're randomised. One could be a giant robot. One could be. Um, a black version of Ryu Hayabusa from Dead or Alive 5 um, in 2D with Meisha Ramwe's tits. Um, and, and, yeah. I, I don't know where that was going. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All in on waifu. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the fucking comments, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh. They sort of veer between being brilliant and then just really offensive and depressing. Yeah. The internet's a horrific place. Just, I mean... It, it's it's so much like message board, you know. Yeah, it's, it's very four chan, isn't it? Yeah, like the the waifu thing. That's like basically all female characters are referred to as waifu, <laughs> right? Um, because that's wife in Japanese. Yeah. Or well, that's wife said in a Japanese accent, which but it's is just pretty like, offensive in itself. Say, Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> See you doing the translation for us there. Um, but no, isn't that that mainly like a fucking <clears throat> weeaboo thing? I hate the word what weeaboo. What the fuck is weeaboo? John, uh, weeaboo is just like uh, like Caucasian guys who think that everything about Japan, Japan is amazing and sort of adopt the culture. Uh, uh, weeaboo? Yeah. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why weeaboo. It's a stupid word, but apparently that is the term for it. Right. Um, so okay. yeah, apparently it's mainly weeaboos who like refer to their girlfriends. Oh, my wife who has... Oh, God, what a bunch of cunts. Get a grip. It's like if you look on Urban Dictionary, because I, I looked it up just out of curiosity to see where it came from. Yeah. Um, yeah, and one of the entries was just like, yeah, this is where it comes from. Don't say it. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, yeah, that, that's pretty spectacular as well. It's like this almost as entertaining as the fights themselves. <laughs> we saw someone called Dio fighting, and it's just 
Everyone started Every- quoting Holy Divers. <laughs> um, I, I, was, I was speaking to Sean about this earlier. Uh, if you keep watching it, keep an eye out for Rare Akuma. <laughs> okay. Go on. R- Rare Akuma is the, the, the top tier character in the game. And every time he shows up, apparently just the whole site just goes mental. I've seen him <laughs> once. He, he has an ultra where he pulls out a Katamari made up of the bodies of the fighters he has defeated beforehand and just rolls it over them. He also, I, when he I don't fighting, understand how that skulls works. start flying out of him, which damage <laughs> you. Like, <laughs> it's completely mental. It's like a, he's a green Akuma with, uh, green gi with grey skin. Right. And that's that. Yeah, it's called rare. I'll keep an eye out. I love also... how it already has its own champions, like stars. Yeah, yeah. it has its Stone Cold Steve Austin, and his name is Rare Akuma. Rare Akuma, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he is. I, I've seen some crackers. Uh, Robocop showed up early, <laughs> won me a lot of money. Robocop. Yeah, did. that was a massive upset. Didn't he beat fucking Evil Ryu? He did. Yeah, re- he shot him repeatedly. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, of course, he did. Brought him to justice. Um, <laughs> So that was quite a good one. Um, I, I did a, had to do some research for my um, article, which is a betting guide, which most of the research was watching hours and hours of salty betting <laughs> sat in my pants on a weekend when I could have been doing something else. But um, there's also a few people who've like created sort of semi-official tier lists. But, you know, they don't know what's going to happen in the fight. And a lot of them are kind of like, look, this could go either way. (laughs) (laughs) But there are some that stand out. And just, I mean, some of these I haven't seen, but the names just make me laugh so much. Like Wolvenom, which I've seen a picture of. It's Wolverine in Venom's costume, basically. (laughs) Um, What's the other one? Oh, yeah. And I quote this. Dalsim, brackets, with wife. Oh my god! Until that shows up, Jesus. Yeah, that sounds incredible. So, do you um, reckon his his sorry. roster of characters is limited to? I mean, obviously, it's limited at some point. It's not going to be unlimited. But has he stopped adding? Or the, the... Uh, he's, it started with like a couple of thousand in there. Jesus. And then um, okay. he added three hundred a few days ago. Right. Fucking hell. So basically, like the the chances of actually seeing a rare Akuma is pretty rare. But then I've yeah. seen the same characters quite a few times now. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a oh, bomb luck, isn't it? Do you know what? Maybe we should just sod off them at your friends' tournament and we should just have an entire night of betting on Salty Bet. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I figured out as well. Like, So you've got Rare Akuma, who's like the best. Yeah. The best. Mm. But also, like, right up there is Omega Tom Hanks and Omega <laughs> Tiger Woods. And they are just gigantic heads of Tom Hanks and Tiger Woods on MS Paint bodies. <laughs> Barney from uh, you know Barney, yeah. the dinosaur. He oh, okay. he's very, yeah, like, he, he God tier, he's right he? up there as well. And yeah. also <laughs> Mike Tyson, sprite rip from Punch Out. Who can, <laughs> if he hits you, it's over. One hit. That's his thing. Um, but the the funniest one I've seen, and I've seen the poor bastard twice, is Grover from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh wait, what's he called? He's called Grover. I thought I'm sure you said he was called something amazing. No, 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 no. I, I described him as a fucking superior warrior. No, but right. he, he is just Grover from Sesame Street. And <laughs> the second you see him, it doesn't matter who he's against. He's, he could be stood opposite Bison. He could be stood opposite fucking Blanker and anyone. And you just you look at him and just go, Grover from Sesame Street. 
he's got to have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All in. And he's awful. Like, it's, 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 just, it's just him getting a kicking for like five minutes. And I thought got, you were going to say got, he was amazing or something. No, he's got, yeah. he's got loads of health as well, which makes it even funnier. So it's just him getting leathered, like, constantly. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I think, like, my, my evenings are just going to be, like, playing, like, watching Salty Bet whilst playing Animal Crossing and, and occasionally just having, like, Vine open on my phone ready to, like, record anything amazing that I might see coming up. And that's literally all my life's going to be now for the next 50 years if I live that yeah. long, which is highly unlikely. Um, yeah. So that's Salty Bet. Yeah. Saltybet.com. Give it a go, it'll fucking ruin your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That should be that should be the slogan for for most betting most things. Shops. Yeah, bet free, bet free. Yeah. Give it a go. <laughs> Give it a go. You'll never pronounce it properly. <laughs> Fuck off. Right, should we do questions? Yeah, I think it's time to do questions. It's time to do questions. Open the vault, Andy. I have opened the vault. I was really impressed at how many questions you get these days. You're impressed by how popular we Fucking are. Fucking terrifying. You're impressed yeah. by how we can't answer half of them. GMA nominated, mate. Uh, yes. We're not I even acknowledging now, that, yeah. are we? It's just, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Questions. Um, CJ White says, a question for the podcast. How does one listen to a podcast? Uh, I usually listen to podcasts in the bath. Uh, on the train, uh, but that's really dangerous because it's normally this podcast and I'm normally crying with laughter um, <laughs> on somebody else's shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, Andy. I do. I live in London, so it's all on the commute, like a cool person. See, um, I drive to work, so eventually... Like, I got a new car, right, brilliant, new car, fantastic. doesn't have a fucking auxiliary in <laughs> the stereo, so I need to Take sort that out, yeah. and then I'll listen to podcasts in the car. Can't you just burn them to CDs? Well, yeah, <laughs> but that'll take fucking ages. It'd be quite impressive, though. And it's a waste of a CD. What's Where a waste? do you buy fucking CDRs from? I don't know, I had to nickel load from my dad's. <laughs> right, is that it? I... Just you steal them from Sean's dad, that's, that's yeah, where you go. that's the solution to everyone. Next. Next question. Right, Failnaught says, do you think Demons and Dark Souls will influence RPG design outside from software? Yeah, it already has. has. Yeah, yeah, there's loads of Everyone's... games that are a bit Dark Souls. What was well, um, the Wii U one? Zombie U, wasn't yeah. that? Yeah, That's yeah. A bit that was Dark very Souls. Dark Souls. There's yep. just loads of games now that it's just like, yeah, well, Dark Souls came out, so it's all right for games to be really fucking hard now. It's not even that, it's just like the, you know, the sort of way, the way it, the way it um, allows you to progress in the world and stuff like that. Yeah, and the way it tells its story as well. Yeah. In that it doesn't. The way it treats death. It's just stuff. Just everything. Yeah. Just everything. I wonder yeah. how long it'll go on for, though. Like, I wonder how long this the sort of Dark Souls model will be popular with. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm still waiting for it to have a knock-on effect on the popularity of Armored Core, but I think I'm probably, <laughs> probably never going to happen. Yeah. Moving on. RJ Morgan says, is Metal Squad from Thunder Force 4 the best piece of video game music ever? I will agree with him. Now, yes, say he's it onto is. something there, because, I mean, pretty much all of the Thunder Force 4 soundtrack is fucking breathtaking. Metal Squad is special level, though. <laughs> really <laughs> literally amazing. have no idea what this is. Don't worry, Ian, it's, but it's a game for cool people. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's on the PC? No. No, it's on the Mega Drive. Oh, I don't know. I Castlevania don't... music gets a nod. <laughs> But that's about as close as you get to Metal Squad. Um, Chairman Blau says, what does Estes taste like? Don't say Sunny Delight. Uh, I reckon it tastes like Fentiman's Rose Lemonade. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Do you know they do Fentiman's Gin? Yeah, I've they been, do. My I've girlfriend been, had some the other week. Apparently I, it's really good. I have been trying to get some, but I cannot find it. Bloody hell. 
Yeah. Try harder. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's meant to be amazing. What does this just taste like? Gin. It's just fucking gin. <laughs> it's, it's just gin. Yeah, it doesn't taste like gin. It is. Yeah. Um, to Damon, Demon, whatever. How do you? How, how is that? Let's let's address that once and for all. I can't see it. Where is when it? it's when it's you know Demon. Yeah. When you get the D A E M O N, usually when you're it's trying to still, be a bit more, it's still demon. It's still demon. It's when you're trying to be a is bit it? more satanic, isn't it? I thought yeah. it was Daimon. It's, it's when you're trying to be a bit more evil. Is it not Daimon? <laughs> I'm being genuinely serious. Is it? No, that's why I'm asking. I, all right, well, two demons. No, because when you have A E, it still makes an E sound. It's still demon. It's just a different way of spelling it. Yeah. All right. Well, Tom Kitchen says, "What's the best <laughs> trick you've seen for making other players fit naturally into the game's theme in multiplayer?" Um, Journey's got to be up there just with the limited communication thing. Um, oh, yeah. That's uh, turns out uh, the way to make people get on online is to stop fucking talking to each other. Obligatory mention of Dark Souls. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, what was the cha- uh, Chaos Theory multiplayer? But that's not really limiting anybody. Uh, the, yeah, they had the... Um, the co-op. Yeah, no, no, no. There was the spies and spies mercs. Spies versus mercs. Yeah, because yeah. wasn't it that you could actually? It had the um, the proximity um, chat, so that if if you didn't shut up when they came near you, they would find you because it's obviously hide and seek. Yeah. Or have I just there's made also, that up completely? No, that's true. There's also another really good trick that it does in that game to help fit the thing, which is when you played as a merc, it was all first person, so you couldn't see behind yeah. you. Yeah. So as if you were obviously Sam Fisher and his dudes, you had like full ability to move the camera around, so you were a lot more spatially aware. So when you were a merc, like you, you could be just snuck up on all the time and stuff. That was, but but your guns was like really powerful. That was that's one of the best multiplayer modes I've ever played. That, that was yeah. really really good. Just mm. I can't get on with the game. <laughs> Classic. I love that game. Like like my, like I would say the only Splinter Cell game that I've actually enjoyed. I didn't even think it was a particularly good game, but it, I could play it. Was the last one? Oh fuck and that, off! Yeah, but that's only because it's like super simplified and really dumb. Yeah. And I got it dirt cheap on Steam and thought, well, it'll look good. I've got a new graphics card. It's, and it's... um, and but it's it's not a particularly good game. It's just because it's so. Mm. E- I'm playing Hitman Absolution at the minute, and it's the same fucking thing. It's like Hitman one through, well, up to Blood Money. I just <laughs> I can't play them. I'm so bad at them. I just don't. Uh, yeah. they're, they're genuinely like not as good though. No, and then Blood Money, I'm shit at that as well. But it was so good, I kind of mm. persevered with it and got some enjoyment out of doing something. And a lot of it, I even had to look up in guides just to do. And then mm. part of the satisfaction was pulling it off. The new Hitman Absolution, probably the first Hitman where I'm, I'm quite happily just going around doing all this cool shit myself. Like, there's been a couple of exceptional levels, but most of it's ass. Like, most yeah. of it's really pumped. But in those rubbish levels, I'm still doing cool stuff like, you know, taking people out silently and no one finding the body and walking out like it was nothing. But it's only because they've basically made it incredibly dumbed down. But classic Splinter Cell is just a bit much for me. (laughs) It is a lot of just just like sitting in the same corner for a very long time until you're completely sure no one's going to walk past you. But that's my favourite kind of game because I'm really fucking dull. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, should also mention the Assassin's <clears throat> Creed multiplayer. Oh, that was amazing! Um, it is amazing. It's, I mean, obviously it's relevant because it's, yeah, it was originally intended for Splinter Cell back when Splinter Cell Conviction was going to be interesting. Um, back, back when it looked like Watch Dogs. Yeah, and it was bearded, homeless Sam Fisher. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, just you know, game rules that reinforce certain sort of types of behaviour and attitudes. I mean, obviously 
Because they all do, but just that the Assassin's Creed multiplayer is kind of different. And it's like, oh, it's a game about killing people. Fucking slow down. Just walk about. Keep your eyes out and don't be an idiot. I always love the guys that play that, and they, they play it like it's Call of Duty, and they've just oh, got, man, like, yeah, they just just go to the class and... that's got the pistol, and then just run around, <laughs> just shooting at you. You've only got one shot with the fucking pistol. And it's just like, right, well, you're fucked now, aren't you? Because, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, hidden in plain sight's worth uh, mentioning. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not. I think we're just of... talking about like really good stealth. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. All right, fine. Next question. But that's Whatever. fine. That's fine. That's that's how this podcast works. You should know. That's... Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's that's why I was just about to start talking about a whole new game. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything else. Uh, yeah. So my favourite first-person shooter is. <laughs> right. Next question. Um, Jack underscore Lee underscore R. Jack Lee R. Says, yeah. I have spent the last week taking gum from the underside of tables. What's the most demeaning thing you have done for money? <laughs> Welcome back, Ian. Uh, uh, I don't know, but not me, not me, but a kid I knew at school. He would, um, if you gave him ten p, um, you you could run a crisp down the urinal, then he'd eat it. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! That's pretty demeaning. I never Fucking did it. Hell. I can't think of anything demeaning I've done for money. Is it demeaning making him do it as well? Like watching him eat that crisp? (laughs) That's pretty pretty bleak. (laughs) I mean, you know, like at work, um, I've had to like clean up baby sick and stuff. That's Mm. pretty bad. Oh, I used to work at Burger King. That was pretty fucking demeaning. That's true, just in general. Yeah. I was going to sort of joke and claim, oh, my current job. But no, it's not. My, the worst one, I had to work in a call centre once, man, and it's just, that is as bleak as it gets. It is, <laughs> uh, you just sit down in a chair and, like, get this. This is how, this is how fucking bleak it was. I mean, I, it was in Banbury, which mm. is, like, a pretty shit place in general. And, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain calibre of person that happily exists in Banbury for that amount of time. And, um, when I was there, they used to run daily competitions where when you successfully made a sale, you could get a prize. Hmm. And that prize was a lollipop from this, <laughs> um, like bucket. You just put your hand in and pick one out, but Crazy. people people started, and you also got five minutes off the off the off the phones. Mm-hmm. But people were just like, "That's fucking point, it's just a fucking lollipop." So what they started doing is putting cigarettes in there, <laughs> so you could get a cigarette. Oh my god, yeah, that's terrible. Is, oh my it? god, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I was going to say, like, oh, jokingly, my current job. But, man, I, my current job is all about helping people and getting them out of situations that really fucking do their edit. Because I mm. fix their phones, man. And, mm. like, every you don't realise how, like, attached you are to your phone and, until someone like me has to fucking fix it. And when oh, yeah. someone like me does fix it, I'm your best mate in the world. But I hate <laughs> it. I don't like helping people. I honestly <laughs> think that, like, I, my, I think my calling is something like tax inspector or one of those pricks who puts fucking parking fines on cars i'll probably excel <laughs> in that field man i would love to be a yeah a fucking parking i think that's yeah, the I actual think, term I think for it? I people is just not my field of expertise mm. could be a jailer um i want a job where my <laughs> the whole point is to make someone else's life a misery <laughs> it's my next career move and the thing about giving out parking fines is that like people almost universally fucking deserve it as well. Because it's usually pricks with expensive cars who reckon they'll just fucking get away with it. I think there is... Uh, nah, I can't be asked talking about traffic wardens. That's the first question. It's almost as if you think it's a really boring subject to discussion here. <laughs> I 
bit. <laughs> Next. Chairman Blouses, what's the funniest slash most frustrating game-related conversation you've overheard in public? Uh, I once overheard, I think I've talked about this before, it was in York, it was in Branch of Travelling Man in York, which is excellent, like every, well, like every other Branch of Travelling Man I've been in. Um, two overweight nerds with long greasy hair, wearing metal t-shirts, talking about uh, Dungeons & Dragons' Daggerdale. And one of the guys saying, this is like a year after Daggerdale came out and it was shite. And one of them was just going, oh, have you played that Dungeons & Dragons' Daggerdale? And he was like, nah, man, it's, oh, it's, it's meant to be really good. Like, who's told you that? Whose opinions are you listening to? How are you, like, how are you two fat nerds who clearly spend all your free time obsessing over this shit, and yet somehow you've arrived at a point in your life where you think Dungeons & Dragons Daggerdale is a good video game? It is quite baffling. You always assume that they actually have some kind of... Well, you know, they actually Secret pay attention knowledge. to the, the internet. Or, yeah, yeah, like, you know. like you know, <laughs> just be a, fucking be a internet. Nerd. Like, <laughs> like, by all means, be a nerd, but be good at it. Mm. If that's going to be your one thing... Don't fuck it up by liking Daggerdale. I can't remember anything specific, unfortunately, so I fucked the question. But, like, just going back to guys like that, there's this this happens, like, far too regularly. And I, it's just this thing where, like, we're obviously massive fucking geeks. We've just talked mm. about Salty Bet for about half an hour <laughs> and made loads of references to Dragon Ball Z. And we know what those references are about. Like, let's not fucking mess around here, <laughs> you know. But, like... I've had conversation. I've been introduced to people occasionally, and I'll just start chatting with them, and then they're talking about video games as well. And I like games. There's nothing wrong with games. And suddenly I'm like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. You're one of those guys who like Daggerdale. Like, How has this happened? Why am I... <laughs> and the, the the next bit's just like... And usually it is someone who spends a lot of time on the internet talking, so they know everything. Mm. And they know everything, and they have their own opinion, but their opinion's right. And it is just this moment where you're like, oh my god, I'm talking to someone who thinks they are some kind of authority on games. I'm not saying that I am or you are or anyone else is, but it is just like, you know, you could smell the bullshit straight away. Yeah. <laughs> and you mm. just have to sort of sit there and accept it until they're done. Or obviously just go, shut up, why? But we're too nice, believe it or not. <laughs> that's happened a lot. <laughs> that's that's put everyone off talking to me at Eurogame, I hope. I was going to say, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, what you're basically describing is excellent. Is there anybody that goes to MCM Expo? Um, anyway. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been to MCM Expo. Oh, because you've got to be... go. No, no. Yeah, I... man. No, because have if you, you... Have you played Hotline Miami? Yeah, that's why I want you to go. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Set him off like a missile before. I, I, if, yeah, I, I'd probably lose my fucking mind. In there. Did I not tell you about my mate Chris, who went there uh, last year? Right. He doesn't listen to the podcast. Fuck it, I'm going away, right? So, um, anyway, my mate Chris is a wrestler, okay? <laughs> and he, he's also um, he's, he's also not the most politically correct man in the world. Anyway, he goes to MCM Expo. Now, he, he plays games. But by plays games, he, he has a bit of Call of Duty. He has a bit of FIFA. And anything with zombies in might tickle his fancy. And occasionally I'll lend him something a little bit more, you know, out of the out of the ordinary, like Battlefield. <laughs> and he'll enjoy that. Recently really liked State of Decay, okay? Right. But this is the sort of guy with it. But he, he's, a, he's a wrestler and he's, you know, in the UK scene, people know who he is and stuff. So he got booked um, to do uh, a wrestling show at MCM Expo last year. Right. And um, they had like a ring and stuff set up and they had a bunch of like, you know, UK talent. And I can't remember what it was, but they basically like did like a show every sort of hour whatever and mm. he was on x amount of the shows doing a match and after the first few 
You know, he'd spoke to the people he was going to be working with, and he had enough time to fuck off and go for a walk. Now, things like, you know, Japanophiles and cosplay <laughs> and all this stuff is completely alien to him. Like, he's he's never even heard the word cosplay before he got there, right? <laughs> and he's walking around in his fucking singlet and stuff, just like what, and like, jeans pulled up over it. And there's all these little girls coming up to him, and they're grabbing him and getting pictures taken and hugging him. And they're all wearing, you know, like, fucking anime, low-cut, high-cut stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> I go on my lunch break and I've got like two missed calls from Chris and just as I get out I get another call like it's, my phone goes and it's frantic he's frantic on the end of it he's like Andy like, fucking hell man I can't stop looking everywhere I go like, goes, all I'm seeing is tits and ass it's like the it's like I'm in the fucking longest episode of Catch a Predator I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> and yeah he, he was convinced he was going to get sprung on at any moment. He was like, I'm, he goes, I've been, I've been in several pictures. I, 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 you know, he's like, I don't want to see him. It'll be me. My hands behind my bloody back. Like, <laughs> that's going to be exhibit A in the uh, in the court someday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. probably get a knock later tonight. Project U tree on the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it's it's, it's mad. It's 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 quite worrying. Like, I, I I do wonder when I see you know, especially like the younger kids who are giving out free hugs. Because it's like, for most of them, it's the, the only bit of human interaction they'll get all year. And it's just like, how old are you? And do your parents know that you're dressed like that giving... I, I mean, this is just me getting closer to 30, but seriously, if that was my kid uh, giving out free hugs to weirdos who were dressed like fucking wizards, I'd be really... Oh, <laughs> but I, I've known Chris oh, for a long time. A, it's I a like how I've, I've, I've been out-dadded for, for once. <laughs> oh, dressing like fucking wizards. <laughs> fucking pervos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I once observed a man in a robe with like a, a crystal skull on a stick, right? And he walked up. This is at MCM. This wasn't like down, um, you know, down in central London. This was at MCM. A guy, he had long hair again. I'm not that I wanted, you know, a stereotype, but this, that's what yeah, he looked prick. like. He, he, <laughs> long greasy hair. He's wearing this wizard's robe. He has staff with a, with a crystal skull on the top. And his way of introducing himself to a couple of girls who were dressed in kind of that sort of Sailor Moon style anime dressy type thing, very short skirts and whatever, was to make it look as though the, the skeleton was looking at both of them, uh, you know, turning from one to another, and and then um, trying to give her a kiss on the arm with the skull, and and then saying, "I really like your clarinet," because she was carrying a clarinet or something. Maybe it was a panpipe. I can't remember. Um, but yeah. It was, it was just really upsetting. Mm. See, that's why I haven't gone. And I want to play my drinking game there. Um, every time you see a fat Sephiroth, you've got a down and shot. <laughs> but, and, and, I'll, and I'll die. Although that's how you die. Although he's saying that, I said that about um, Eurogame last year. I said, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep a running tally of every time I see someone with an N7 shirt on, I'm going to do a shot when I get to the pub later tonight. Three shots I did. <laughs> so it does backfire occasionally however mm. if I had changed the game to anyone who's wearing one of those fucking Assassin's Creed hoodies oh, I'd have been leathered well yeah, significantly yeah, yeah. more drunk than I was what are, we, what are you picking this year Andy? oh if it's MCM you've got to pick Joker and anybody, I'm not going uh, but... to MCM no we're not yeah, going no, to no, MCM no, no. Uh, you're a gamer. gamer fine uh... what's everyone going to wear at your gamer do you reckon? I reckon it's going to be hang on let me go on the insert Prick coin Fox yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what they're Hot selling my Miami jacket no, oh, it's, it... it's oh, yeah, the they're Ryu... selling that, aren't they? It's the Ryu Hazuki jacket. That's this year's one, isn't it? 
No, no, that was last year, man. No, 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 but that's the one. It came out after Eurogamer. Hang on, what so is Insert be... Coins website? I can't fucking find it. So that's insert the one that they're going to be wearing this year. .com? Is, it, is it Insert Coin? Because I've just tried InsertCoin.com and .co.uk, and it's not either of those. Have you tried, like, does it need a www or something? InsertCoinClothing.com. Ah. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's going to be the Hotline Miami jacket, isn't it? It's not even yeah. the right colour, it's brown. I don't think that many people will like be walking around Eurogate. I mean, it's not Assassin's Creed hoodies because I think it's going to be the Ryu Hazuki jet hoodie. Nah, I man, because that... they all, they all had that. Last... I mean, it'll still be going that and the ebony and ivory one. Um, but yeah, no, I reckon it's going to be the Hotline Miami jacket. Deal so what it. we'll do, we'll have a fucking thing mm. where you we've got to keep a running tally mm. on the days we're there, which is Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, people yeah. listening, if you want to kill us. Um, <laughs> and I've got to see if there's more um, Sh- uh, Shenmue hoodies and you've got to see if there's more Hotline Miami hoodies and someone right, has in something here's a deal here's a deal so for every Ryu Hazuki hoodie you have to down a shot yep. and for every uh, Hotline Miami jacket I have to eat a sausage roll yeah that's that a good sound. deal alright <laughs> Because yeah. because that that sort of occupies the same sort of territory that individually they are enjoyable. Someone's but, gonna be sick, <laughs> but in bulk, yeah, it's gonna be quite unpleasant. So I've got a work. theory, yeah, that depending on the number of people that turn up to the Mount Your Friends tournament on the Wednesday, yeah. most people at Eurogamer Expo are going to be wearing uh, Illuminous mankinis <laughs> that have been given out at the previous event. <laughs> Right, next question. What even was the question? Oh, I don't know. No. Carry Chairman on. Blau says, are there any non-human animals that have pubes? Ian? Um, I think <laughs> the axolotl. Does the axolotl have pubes? No, fair it's not a, bush. A, lot of, a lot of animals have just like... I mean, obviously they have hair everywhere, but if you look around the crotch area, it's like especially coarse and curly. I thought that it was actually bald. Or Is no just... one challenging me on that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I just said it's bald. <laughs> It's not like it's not particularly coarse and curly, is it not? Uh, it depends. I think on I think on sheep they have that. Really? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think where I've seen that now. I assume it's De- only mammals that have pubes anyway. Like I don't think fish have pubes. No, lizards. I don't think lizards have pubes. No, or birds. Well, birds might. What if they birds just have like a birds lot of smaller might. feathers around the crotch? Do birds have <laughs> pubes? Um. Do animals have pubic hair? Newgrounds.com. Um, I, I, I reckon there's no answers there. <laughs> do chickens have pubes? Do chickens have pubic hair? Do ducks have pubes? Dolphins don't. I'm not going to click on any of these. <laughs> I know I'm that already, for a fact. I'm already feeling a bit too committed to this, given that that, that search is now you know forever in my Google history. And now I reckon, because I've got Google now on my phone, if I pull... Oh, no, I hasn't remembered that. That's good. Okay, that's mm. it. Sometimes when I search for things on the computer, I then look at my phone and it's like, oh, do you still want to find out about fucking... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right. Next Walnut question. Soap says, if you could place a oh. betting mechanic into any game ever, mm. what game would it be and what would we be betting on? Battle Raper 2. Oh, weird. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, obvious answer, but I'd absolutely watch and bet on Dark Souls PvP fights. Yeah, that's true. That'd be quite they're good. good. They're good. Um, um, aren't your friends? Aren't your friends? It's just any good competitive game. Yeah, yeah. Four, whatever. That would all be ace. But then, like, the, like with Street Fighter, I like the um, the hustle. Like a pool player, you're betting on yourself. Mm. You put your money down. Yeah. Play it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Um, there should be yeah something like that. would be kind of fun. But um, and then I don't know. 
it gets a bit weird after that because you the game in order to bet on it it needs to be completely fair but there yeah. still needs to be a, enough wiggle room for the element of an upset of what people bullshit, won't bet basically. On yeah, it. yeah yeah barry so barry ball would be good barry barry balls the one isn't it really yeah. because the reason why I think it's a little bit more open to that, say, Street Fighter 4, with Street Fighter, you've got the characters and you've got the players, whereas and if, if a good character and a good player are combined, they are going to beast a lot of people. So you're betting on, like, there, there will be clear favourites. In Barry mm. Barryball, there will be favourites, but just, like, something about the game and the physics and the ball itself, there is just a massive element of luck sometimes mm. that comes into it, and... You need that because that's where upsets come from. Yeah, totally. Barry Barrible. That's the Barry, one. Barry Barrible. Next. Guy Woodward 89 says, who would win in the fight between Gabriel Belmont and Ryu Hayabusa? I don't Belmont. like Ninja Gaiden games. Yeah. Recently. They've been a bit rumbish. So you don't like on... him so much so you're not even pronouncing the name properly. Have you heard this nonsense about the special edition version of Lords of Shadow? It comes oh, with man. an HD version of the 3DS one. Is that Apparently right? so. I've also been playing that on my 3DS, and that's brilliant. And that it's is brilliant. One of the first Castlevania games I've played. So, um, yeah. Do you know that... what? I'm as we've said before. I'm Johnny fucking Castlevania. I I I reviewed that, gave it a really really good score. I think it's brilliant. And I think the Lords of Shadow stuff's exceptional. Like mm. both of the games so far, and like um, that 3DS one. It's it it's a bit short, and but it's it's solid. It's good all the way through. And mm-hmm. I really like what they did with the combat system, where they tried to keep the um the full version of it from the uh, home consoles but they they give you quite a generous dodge window yeah. so like um you never really feel frustrated um which is good because you'd get pissed off if you needed to be that precise on a 3ds i think so yeah good game mm-hmm. uh who would win though are we, are we going with yeah, belmont. yeah. okay belmont. belmont because of a load of stuff that i can't say <laughs> sean hasn't reasons. finished it yet um Digifolio says, can you guys think of any games that accurately portray characters with disabilities, and is this a thing that needs to happen? Um, is Agent uh, York uh, from uh, oh, yeah. the Deadly Premonition, Deadly Premonition. Is, is he schizophrenic? Or is that well, not the correct disability? I don't know. I mean, in a way, no, because he's talking to the player, isn't he? Right, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> why do you keep getting my name wrong, then? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> yeah, no disabilities uh, and characters are rarely done well. Um, oh, Munch, Munch uh, from Munch's Odyssey. Why? What's wrong with him? Well, he's in a wheelchair, isn't he? Oh, is it? Oh shit! I, I had no idea. I played it. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought that was the whole point. Or maybe it's not. Maybe I've just made that up. Mm. I'm pretty sure he's in a wheelchair. A, no, he has to be because that's such a fucking wild thing to make up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. Munch from Munch's Odyssey, wheelchair bound. <laughs> Uh, the only the only thing I can think of is fucking Road Legacy with like colour blindness and stuff. Yeah, and that's basically played for a laugh. Yeah, that's it's it. It's not really. Yeah. Is um, it a thing that needs to happen? Is this other question? Uh, I I think it would be an interesting way of giving um people a you know a, an interesting perspective on it. Mm. Um, and you know giving trying you know using it as a way to communicate what it is like living with a disability and. You know, not just the ways that it holds you back personally, but the way you get treated in some cases as a result. Yeah, most of the time um, in games, though, like someone will get like disabled in quotes, and it's yeah, just but it's so, always it's just like something to get, it's just something to get over. Like, like yeah, it's like oh, game. just find an item. Oh, yeah. wasn't either Kane or Lynch? Didn't they have some sort of issue? Like, yeah, but yeah. when you're pl- when you're playing the game, though, it's not there. 
Right. It's not, okay. it's not yeah, a key they, theme, they, they, is they're it? They're just shoot man, you know. That's. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's the clever thing, isn't it, when you're playing in pigs. co-op? Um, yeah. When if you're playing as Lynch, you just see like loads of bad guys. Yeah. Um, and you just start shooting them. But if you're playing as Kane, who's the same one, you see they're actually all police officers. Uh, so you get this interesting like moment where if you're playing it, I mean, obviously I've spoiled that for you now, but if, you, if you're playing that with a mate for the first time, you've got no idea. You, As the characters would have that, that moment as Kane, where you're like, Lynch, what the fuck are you doing? Um, which is quite cool. Yeah. It's a shame that game's terrible. Yeah. I really... They, I... they have really good settings, those games. They, yeah. they, you know, they just, they're not great shooters. No. I really enjoyed it in the same way that I really enjoyed Alone in the Dark, in that, you know, I could acknowledge that it was a bit broken, but... You just waiting to crowbar that in weren't you I'm sat here in my alone in the dark hat man I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm flying the flag um, but yeah I don't think there's I can't think of any other Hitman. what was that what was that Alopecia. iPad <laughs> what was that was iPad game where you were blind and you had to do everything by audio are there any games we play as blind people yeah there's a, it was an iOS game and, and you couldn't see anything or were you blind or were you just in a really dark room oh is that the the something jar yeah the night jar the night jar I never played it it's meant to be really good though isn't it yeah but I, I mean I know you've got no sight in that but I don't know if it's actually I think it's that's just for atmosphere rather than but again that's yeah it's just yeah. oh it's a gameplay mechanic mm. um, it's not like look this is what it is like being blind here are yeah. the issues involved um yeah, no, I, th- I think that could be an interesting way of uh, giving people an idea of what it's like. Technically, Oracle was in Batman Asylum, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Batman Asylum. Um, but you never saw her, even though she was probably in a wheelchair the whole time. Mm, true. Next, true that. Um, the Sonic Mole, Sai, says, I just beat the end in Metal Gear Solid 3. It was unbelievably tense and bloody brilliant. What game has made you the most stressed? He's playing through all the Metal Gear games. I've chatted about this at the minute for the first time. Oh. So, and, and he's just done the Fury at the time of going into the podcast, which means he's <laughs> he's getting close to the end of Snake Eater for the first time in his life. He's, it's going to fucking ruin him. God, he's going yeah. to wreck him. Well, yeah, so, but and then so when he gets him to... on Twitter to watch his breakdown in about the next day or so. <laughs> just yeah. wait until he gets onto Metal Gear 4. Because that's the most stressed I've ever been. Is that one fucking bit which I won't spoil for him, seeing as he's not got there yet? But it's yeah. true. The, Friend the, of the show, Sam White, and this isn't a spoiler, really. Don't mention um, his name around here. Fucking Sam White. We asked him earlier about what, which Metal Gear Solid games he's played. Oh, and don't he said say of it, that. He said, I only played four up to the snowy bit, and then I gave up. Oh, <laughs> my God. The, the fucking it, oh snowy my God. bit. What's wrong with him? But obviously, if he hasn't played the others, the snowy bit is just, oh, it's a snowy bit. But if you've played all the others, it's, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It was just, I mean, bless him, he's a mate and everything. But just how much ignorance he revealed in that one comment. (laughs) (laughs) I remember he listens to the show, I say what the fuck I want about him. I remember when I first got to that bit, because it comes after like a really, really long cutscene where all hell breaks loose. And you have that little weird flashback bit so to speak which mm. I'm being really vague which is annoying but it's a game mm. that I would never want this bit spoiled for me mm. and then when the next bit comes in I think I fuck it, I don't I I can't even remember I think I had a full breakdown like oh my god <laughs> like just full on <laughs> complete collapse of everything you know like nerdum came out. I think my trousers fell off just completely <laughs> exploded in 
you know, the biggest geek out in, I've ever had. It's amazing. And the thing is, though, the beauty of Metal Gear Solid 4 is the fact that that's about two-thirds of the way through the game. And the entire last third, it doesn't let up from that moment. <laughs> Even oh, God, every other minute, you're like, oh, it's that thing from... <laughs> of course it is! <laughs> that one bit, um, in the snowy level, as we're calling it, um, I'm pretty sure that, you know how at the start of the generation, um, they were banging on about how Metal Gear Solid 4 couldn't be done, couldn't be done on Xbox 360 and whatever. Mm. I, think, I think it had nothing to do with processing power or, you know how many discs you have to stick it on or anything like that I'm pretty sure it was just because that would not make sense to anybody playing it on an Xbox yeah that's certainly part of it mm. uh, you know I just feel like they thought well does you know this is how it's meant to be perceived because obviously you'll have mm. meant to have played um, previous games and whatever so on the Playstation um, and I still sort of think that that's the case because mm. I'm pretty sure Xbox 360 could run Metal Gear Solid 4 I'm, yeah, still not, I'm not, not sure man there's an hour and a half cutscene in the middle of that Actually, game yeah, in full HD. You got like you got to remember like playing. Yeah, but it's not pre-rendered. It's all real-time stuff. Yeah, even so, man, that's a lot of content. I mean, like. It's true, actually. I mean, the animations like, of uh, yeah. everything. So, like, people forget how much storage animation takes up. Mm. It's fucking loads. Um. So yeah, no, it'd certainly be on about five DVDs. Anyway, what's works. the fucking most stressed I've had playing a game? Um, Viva Pinata. Um, maybe <laughs> that that fucking um, uh, what's it called? That Silent Hill Viva game. Pinata. We... Oh yeah, Shattered Memories. That was pretty. Why, why have I remembered that? And you haven't. I remember that it existed. <laughs> I just right. Um, yeah, that that was quite stressful. Um, the Armored Core on the, not Armored Core. That's a good game. Um, mm. The uh, Steel Battalion on the 360 trying to open the fucking lid on the top of my uh, fucking mech with Connect <laughs> with Connect. That was stressful when it just doesn't work. Oh, and the two or three times when trying to like switch to missiles. I pressed the fucking self-destruct button. That was quite <laughs> stressful. Good game. Actually, do you know what? I, I know what the most stressful for me is, and, and Sean will will back me up, is, is whenever I play Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yes. And, that, and I'm, I'm getting Incredible beaten. swearing. Fucking game! Yeah. <laughs> I get a bit overly overly excited and, and just angry. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but no, Viva Pinata. When it starts, like it starts out really easy, and then after about like, like two hours in, then it starts just bombarding you with everything. And mm. you, before you sort of break through into the idea that like you don't need to have everything in your garden at once, and the animals will die and eat each other, and it's okay. That's just how it works. Before you get over that, it's like, oh my god, this is all going wrong. There's foxes and they're eating all the cute animals and. Yeah, yeah, not good. That game amount your friends we had that lasted for about an hour was pretty. That was also very stressful. stressful. Yeah. yeah, keep keep name dropping that game. Sorry. Yeah, do it. Brilliant. Next, next. Right, a couple of other related ones by Sai says. Um, the end is also a name of a song by The Doors. What other song titles would make a good boss name? The Fragile. Oh, fuck. You just punch it and he shatters. And also, <laughs> you get, and also, if you're going down that route, you get the frail and the wretched on the same album. Yeah, <laughs> the, frail, <laughs> so can... the frail would be a pretty shitty boss as well, but the wretched would probably, you know, yeah, it's the last boss. Be... <laughs> yeah, um... Um, yeah, that's pretty good. And um, there's a song by um, shitty new metal punk band. I, I say shitty. I thought they were rad at the time, and now it, everything went wrong. That's a long story. But uh, Amen. Um, they had a song called Piss Virus, which I think would be a good Dark Souls <laughs> boss. 
Yeah. Oh, Mongoloid by Devo. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's back. Fucking what? It's a song by trouble. Devo. I yeah, look, they made boss, the boss, though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> the boss called, I don't know, <laughs> called Mongoloid. Who knows? <laughs> um, uh, Umbop by Hanson. Uh, would no. like the... Why? Nah, no, no. Nothing. Fine. <laughs> I'm scanning Spotify now. I'm getting absolutely nothing. Um, absolutely nothing at all. Ah, oh, one arm scissor. Like <laughs> you can imagine, a boss just called the one arm scissor, and he just actually just was a sentient half a pair of scissors. <laughs> yeah, that'd work. Good. Yeah. By God, fuck it. I'm scanning like oh something, something's going to come up in a minute. Something, something, something's gonna, any minute. I'm just going to keep, going to keep. Nothing. Something's going to. Nope. Oh, big man with a gun. Big man <laughs> with a gun. Yep. It's a pretty self-explanatory boss. It's uh, it's a big man, and uh, he's wielding a gun. Oh yeah, Come on. just let's just go through the night shows. Mister Self Destruct. Yeah, yeah. Piggy. It's, um, piggy. <laughs> it's just a pig. A pig. <laughs> Mister Self Destruct's Explodo Man, basically, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh, uh, Headless Horseman by the Microphones. Nine, in- nine Inch Nails, the Great Destroyer. Yeah, that's it's good. A good one. Um, Just yeah, every Nine Inch Nails song is probably a decent thing, including "Horses in the Sky" by Silver Mount Zion. Just some horses in the sky <laughs> fight. I assume that I don't know if they're flying or they just start out in the sky and then fall to the the earth because they can't. I don't know. Uh, right, you also oh, says... <laughs> girl, wait, wait, one more. Girls on film. Um... <laughs> yeah. Right, um... Lost Vikings by Death Clock. Um, he also says... Um, Mermaid. Sorry, The doors were fronted by comedy poet Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good start. Um, yeah. I fucking hate the doors. Have I ever mentioned that? Yeah, um, I'm not a fan. Which video game characters would also make great front men stroke women? Mm. That's good. That's a good question. Um... I'm, I think I've seen... Dante from the new Devil May Cry front a few bands that I've seen <laughs> in the last few years. Yeah, he's already at it. Um, um, the the guy who's the the guy from Resi Five with the big hammer, the Executioner. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, gosh, he'd be a, yeah, he can fucking yeah, 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 him. Um, the not Bayonetta, but the other one. She'd be good front woman. She's very sort of dancey. Bayonetta would also work. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I'd go to that show. Juliet from Lollipop Chainsaw. Uh, I can see Rex from um, Mass Effect from oh, yes. in like a grindcore band, like Nathan Absolutely. or Nathan Yeah, that worked. Because they're all a bit old, wrinkly, and overweight in bands like that. So Rex would fit right in. Plus, he's pissed off. Yeah, I'd about quite, everything. I'd quite like to see Chibi Robo fronting a dance hall act. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, Death from uh, Dark Siders Two. Yeah, he's, he can slip into any black metal band these days. Yeah, pretty much. Who would um, make good uh, good boy bands uh, members? The prick from Far Cry Three and all yeah. his mates. God, yeah, all that shit basically mates. is just the Backstreet Boys, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy, yeah. Just like dude, boy, boy bands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I was, I was just going on a separate thing there. Just remembered Super Meat Boy. Um, Gordon Freeman would probably do like an electronica. Thing. Yeah, he's like you a square sit- pusher. So. Yeah, <laughs> but he just sits on a laptop and then whips out a bass every so often and goes mm. nuts. Um, no words. La- Landy. 
Land D's already got a rapper's name. What, just playing a... Sup Holmes, I'm Land D. Like... Okay. See, it sounds like a rapper, probably. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Next. Dan Douglas says, A mate of mine once choked another mate who beat him on WCW Nitro. Have you ever been in a real-life fight provoked by a video game? I don't think I have. And, like, like me and my brother used to play games together and we used to fight sometimes. Um, but I don't think it was ever because of games. I once isolated. got into a fight over... Well, it wasn't really a fight. It was more like a, like a really... Cause I wasn't a particularly rough child, but... Um, a friend of mine was came around to play Golden Axe on the Amiga, and um, he got so angry that I chose the troll thing, the dwarf guy, and he wanted to be the dwarf. So he took the disc out before like shutting down. Pro- no, he turned it off before like shutting it down properly, and uh, I got really upset, and um, I made him go home. Wicked! You yeah. did the right thing. He sounds like a dick. He, yeah. Well, this is the same guy that like was boasting he had the most powerful console in the world when he bought his N64, even though the Dreamcast had come out a week before it. <laughs> anyway, mega no sense. And anything else, Andy? No, believe no. it or not, no. Good. Next, right. Um, Wu Tan Dan says, if your life was in the balance and you had to go one way or the other, Robon or Waifu? Robon. Yeah, in the salty bet scheme of things, they're much ro- more consistent. Robot, robot ever over anime girls. They're closer yeah. to a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Excellent. Right. Matt Barker, who is also goes by his hacker alias, The Visible Man, um, says best Pope in a video game. Uh, the one at the end of Assassin's Creed 2 who That's is an alien. That's the only one. That's it's the, the only, only one, one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah the, but, the only representation uh, oh, of... Oh, God, I've forgotten about the Pope the at the pape. end of Assassin's Creed 2. The yeah. alien stuff. What was that all about? Did they actually follow that up in any of the games after Yeah, that? I think so. Oh, man. And people continue to think that those games have good stories. I'd quite like to play them just as, just just out of morbid curiosity. No, you see, I always think that, and then um, I try and play one, and I'm I played one and it. two all the way through, and then recently tried uh, Brotherhood, which apparently mm. is the best one. Yeah, and I got fucking bored with it, like minutes outside the tutorial. Mm-hmm. I was done. I mean, I got uh, Assassin's Creed Three in the Steam cell just to play the multiplayer, and that is all I've played, and I've enjoyed it. Is it still, still as good as the as the one on? Um... That was yeah, hard, the levels it? are smaller though. Right. Which is a bit weird, but no, it's good. Cool. Was Next. It, uh, yeah, I can't think of any other popes. Fuck it. Excellent. Right, this is a good one. 2 plus 2 is Joe says, if you were to make a Muppet Baby style spin off for any game, what would it be? Thrill Dark Kill. Dark Souls, obviously. Dark, Dark Souls babies. Thrill Kill babies. <laughs> Fucking alien. <Indian. laughs> <laughs> 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 oh, could I. Just fucking Street Fighter 4. Street well, Fighter, that's already been done, though. Super... Well, exactly, yeah. Just basically half the work's done. Just SD versions of all the characters. Um, mm. F-Zero Kids. Yes. That oh, man, they're just being like little, little carts. Dinky little carts, yeah. So they have to like run with their feet along the ground. Like, that'd be amazing. Do that. FIFA 14. FIFA 14 kids. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just a Sunday football match with kids. And they... <laughs> And you play the dad at the side of the thing just screaming at his son for not being better at sports until he just grows up and But like Yeah, him. but they'd all be like kid versions of famous footballers. Yeah. And they'd be like they'd be falling out because like one of the footballers kissed another footballer's girlfriend <laughs> without asking permission. Oh no, they'd be making fun of him because he kissed the girlfriend because girls are icky. And that's that's that's, that's where the tabloids get their headlines from. Yeah. Um Ronaldo kissed a girl and yeah. he liked it. Liked right. it. <laughs> Phil Wall says GTA Sorry. 5 or Saints Row 4. 
both because like, you don't have yeah, to pick one. Like, yeah. yeah. Why is it that people are making everyone choose? Because here's the other thing as well. Everyone, everyone's like coming out the woodwork this morning. Because Saints Row Four, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I was very concerned about Saints Row Four. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be a stinker because mm-hmm. all the signs were there. You know, it changed hands during development. A lot of money problems. When I heard that they were keeping the same city to cut costs, I was like, yeah. fucking hell. And then when I heard that they were, um, you know, uh, it started life as DLC as well. That's all. Again, all the alarm bells ring. Anyway, mm. it's fucking, you know, the reviews have gone up this week. It's apparently amazing and really funny. Aren't you um, apparently in this one, you're the president and you have superpowers? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, you're yep. president and you have superpowers. <laughs> and amazing. You, you might, I think someone hinted that you're in the mate, like a Matrix version of the city from the first one or something like that. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but there's actually a bit at the start of the game where you're flying out of an alien craft to Hadaway, what is love? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. But most people have talked about it anyway, I think. Yeah. That's all right. Right, well, yeah, no, I'm sold amazing. now on that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but so people have started doing that thing where, like, because, again, we've mentioned this so many times, that everyone, GTA 4 has become, like, a dirty word in the last, sort of, four or five years, however long it's been since it came out. And it's a bit like, well, no, like, I played Saints Row 2 and I enjoyed that and I played Saints Row 3 and I enjoyed that and I played GTA 4 and I enjoyed that and I'm probably going to enjoy GTA 5 and Saints Row. But I'm not going to start, oh, this one's definitely better than the other one before it's come out. Because, mm. like, Saint, we thought that Saints Row 2 was going to have the best multiplayer ever after we saw the fucking videos of it. And the yeah. multiplayer in Saints Row 2 was bum. But everyone complains that the GTA 4 multiplayer is rubbish because there's nothing to do in the free roam and stuff like that. But like, the amount of fun we ma- yeah, exactly. Why. The amount of fun that we made in that is some of the most ridiculous stuff I've ever done in a game. Yeah, so I mean I've said this before that like you know, like with GTA 4 because it is a much more realistic and po-faced world. That it's so much more to kick against when you're trying to fuck it up and make your own fun. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, like fucking like Saints Row, you know, there's the whole thing where you can grab people and throw them off a bridge or whatever. But yeah. like GTA 4, if you just repeatedly walk into someone so that euphoria physics kick in and they stumble over and fall down some steps, it's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking brilliant because it's not you're not meant to do that stuff in GTA 4, and that's that's what makes it more fun, I think. What um, I want to know is who's who are these people that are looking at the trailers for Saints Row 4 and GTA 5 and still making out that they're the same type of game? Yeah. We're beyond that now, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, seriously. For, like, open world games aren't GTA clones anymore. Yeah. It's a thing. It's its own thing. Yeah. And we, we are allowed many different variations on that theme. Yes. Next. Well, at the time when GTA 4 came out, no one was fucking comparing Crackdown to it, were they? No. Uh, no, it, I... I was told it was like Grand Theft Auto with like superpowers. It's not really superpowers, is it? It's just guns. Mm. Um, we should point out. I don't think Phil Wall was in, like insisting we can only pick one. Oh yeah, we just wanted to hear as. Uh, but I bet there are people who still do that. Yeah. Right, no choruses. Just finished Max Payne 3. The bit where he plays the old theme on a piano is repulsive. <laughs> What's the worst fan service in a game? Oh, oh fuck. Um, See, this is why we should read the questions um, before we do the fucking <laughs> podcast. Mm. Uh, I can't even think of any <clears throat> fan service games. Then, I mean, I know that some people would probably point out the latter half of Metal Gear Solid 4 is a bit over the top. Well, basically, but, all of Metal Gear Solid 4 is fan but service. Fuck it. Like, it's, yeah, it's, the, brilliant. it's amazing. Yeah. Wait, does um, the ending of Mass Effect 3 count? Oh, actually, yeah. Well, the, the revised the re- one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty big fan service. Yeah. 
As in, they literally did some work for free because of whiny knobs. Mm. Yeah, that's probably it, isn't it? I don't know if there's anything wrong with the new ending. It just I've, like, I've, explained a load of stuff I'd figured out. I've not bothered doing it just because I was quite happy with the ending as it was. I'm or, not or more... doing it because I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, no, it's good, man. You should finish it. Not again. No, you've already, right, you've done it once. And... Yeah, I've done it yeah. once. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Just, yeah. Next. Yeah. Next. Philwall returns to say, what games are you looking forward to playing at Eurogamer Expo? Count the Assassin's Creed hoodies. Souls (laughs) 2. Let me just have a quick look, because I I always enjoy doing this, because every time I look at the what's on bit, it's like, oh my god, there's loads of games. I have not looked at it. All I know is Dark Souls 2 is going to be there, and you're going to find me in bloody trousers around my ankles still at the front of the booth. All right, I'm looking at the, oh, here we go. The games, right? Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, don't, don't care. care. Batman, Batman Arkham Origins, don't, don't really care. care. Oh, that'd well, be interesting, uh, though. Potentially care, but there's going to be too big a queue for it, therefore yeah, don't I, care. I, I just, Battlefield someone, someone 4, tell me if it's good. Battlefield 4, same again. There's yeah, going to be too big a queue for me to give a shit. Castlevania, Lord of Shadow 2. Yes. Uh, Dark Souls 2, FIFA yes. 14. Uh, Infinite Crisis. It's a MOBA. Fuck it. Oh, fuck that. Uh, why is Injustice going to be there? Why not? Because it's shit and it came out ages ago. Well, we've got a booth. Do we uh, want with it? <laughs> Marvel, oh, Lego Marvel superheroes. That could it'll be the same game. I'm going to say, I'm, but you know, you probably I'm not know going what to go to Eurogamer and make a beeline like, yeah. for their fucking stage. Yeah, uh, Might and Magic Jeweler Champions. <laughs> Need to speed the rivals. <laughs> Payday Two is already out. Got it. Pez 2014. Apparently. This it's is the year the pendulum the swings back. Yeah. So I'm quite interested Fucking in football. seeing that. Yeah, football, but the, don't care. It's important <laughs> that, that that rivalry is important that it exists. Yeah. It keeps, uh, keeps things ticking over. I need Rock, to know. Rocksmith, don't care. Don't care. It's a shame, because that's meant to be really good for what it does. I just don't care about yeah. what it does. Because well, you can already play the guitar. Well... Yeah, he's still a really fucking band, don't you, Rocksmith? One of them now. (laughs) Um, The Crew? What even is that? That's the racing game from Ubisoft. Oh, right. Yes. Don't think Uh, It looks kind of Burnout Paradise-y with sort of objective Yeah, you know how there's those stacks of, like, fucking racing games that are coming out at the start of next gen because it's easy to make cars look really good? Mm. It's probably... I would say it's probably the most interesting looking out. Because mm. reckon... uh, it, it looks a bit like um, a more fun version of uh, Test Drive Unlimited. Mm. I was going to say it looks like the uh, the game that the Fast and the Furious films always should have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But without maybe. Vin Diesel, even though that was obviously the Wheelman. Uh, 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 so. I was about to say yeah. maybe, but maybe, but the Fast and Furious films recently have been exceptionally stupid films. <laughs> um, basically, they got to five and just went. <laughs> Like, because they, they they made like you know they 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 did the first few and then they started experimenting with subtitles like Tokyo Drift, um, mm. and then they got Vin Diesel back after like I think the fourth one that was the big coup. It's like we oh, got was he Vin... not in all of them? I thought no, he no, was. He's, in, he's in the first one. He fucks off because he was just like I got better things to do. <laughs> Whatever that might be, not doing fucking got a video game to make. Yeah, I ain't doing fucking <laughs> car films. Got Dungeons and Dragons to play, and then um, <laughs> they, they 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 convinced him to come back for the fourth one. But I think at that point they were like. Well, we've kind of done everything at this point. Like, we've got, you know, we've come full circle with Vin back, and, you know, we've probably explored every plot line possible for a film about people who like cars. Where do we go from here? And someone must have just put up the hand, whoever it is, thank you. And he just must have put up his hand and went, The Rock? <laughs> and someone just went, The Rock? Of course. 
How have we been so blind to this? <laughs> That's what we need to take the Fast series to the next level. And by God, by including The Rock, they're now just they're now just stupid, really dumb action movies with Vin Diesel and The Rock out-muscling each other at every possible opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. But needless to say, the last two have been tremendous because of this. Yeah. Wait, the last two both had Vin Diesel and The Rock in Five and six both have The Rock in Christ. Bloody hell. I didn't even... I mean, I didn't know there were six, to be honest. That's that's ridiculous. Um, sounds good. So anyway, the, the Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> is going to be there as well. I'm sort of interested, because, I mean, if if it looks like it does actually just play like an Elder, Stroll, Elder Scrolls game, and if it does, and, it's multi, and if I can just, like, fuck off the rest of the world and just play it with my mates, probably can't, but if I could, that'd be wicked. So I'll fucking kill you. Uh, Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. I can already play the beta of that, and I'm choosing not to. <laughs> um, Wolfenstein, The New Order. That'll be you. Andy, who's actually making that? Um, it's the dudes who made um, Riddick and... Oh, shit, yeah. It's the, not Starbreeze, but the, the good people yeah, who left Starbreeze. Yeah, the people Starbreeze. who left Starbreeze. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. The, good, the people who made... Like, specifically, the people who made Riddick, not the company. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that looks well good. And I've mm. heard a couple of encouraging things, so fuck all you people don't like shooting games with Nazis in because they're not arty <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, quick scan over the rest bit. Uh, Frozen End Zone by Mode 7. I assume that's some sort of continuation of Frozen, Frozen. Synapse. Yeah, it is. It's their next thing, isn't it? How yeah. did you not know that? Uh, it's like an American um, football style thing. Looks <laughs> rad. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, Prison Architect was there last year. Yep. Don't it's get still that. not out, is it? No, no. No, it's not. I was, I, was really in, I was thinking about getting the Humble Bundle, but you mm-hmm. have to pay twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, you have to pay a certain and amount to get it. Like, which I, yeah. I'm not humble enough. Been that. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was like that too. I'm um, with you. It's really bad, isn't it? Like, all the games yeah. I've got from that, that campaign... Um, for you know, horribly low amounts of money, and the second that they actually ask for a bit more, I'm just like fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which basically just makes us the worst people ever. Yeah, uh, the, the room game too. Um, but then that's something I'm, I'd rather just play at home on my own. Yeah. Um, and then some of the games I've not heard of, but might actually be really good because the Res Dairy is usually a really pleasant surprise. Is Hotline Miami too there? Uh, no. Uh oh. No, it's not. Um, there's the indie games bit. Uh, just having a quick scan of that. Oh, uh, they've got. Um, I get this call every day. You know that uh, game that got that guy sacked. Oh yeah. From his job at call center. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. It's probably all good. I've not heard of the rest of it, but mm. usually the indie games bit is pretty excellent. That's quite not a... as amazing yeah. as last year. That I was just thinking. Isn't that. the PS4 going to be there? Apparently, yeah. But I don't know. Well, I'll probably be Why? the first time we get what piss around on. Don't know what games are going to have a playable on it. Draw, that, Wait, that the... fucking game, the racing one that we talked about for too long, that's PS4. The crew, yeah. The oh, crew, right, yeah, okay. it's PS4 game. Oh, well, there you go then. The, oh, sorry, I'm just looking at the... In the what's on bit, they've got overview, the games, and then there's a third tab, cosplay. Uh... Yeah. Did it, um, hang on, aren't they kicking people out this year if they... Uh... Well, there's there's all, like, rules and shit. Um, Cause... Oh, no, this is, this is, like, a competition, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah, the Eurogamer Expo Cosplay Masquerade. 
Um, to make it sound a little more classy than a bunch of idiots dressed as Number four, pyrotechnics, sharp objects, strobe lighting, or any form of materials considered dangerous according to health and safety regulations will not be allowed in the competition. Bullshit. Yeah, fuck that. That's that. Do you know what the best bit of cosplay I've ever seen is? It was when we went to Video Games Live. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Please have all props and weapons checked at the desk before entering each competition. <laughs> The fucking knobs you're going to get turning up. Oh, here's my plastic guns. Here's my katana. My, yeah, my blunt sword. Fucking, Dicks. sorry, go on, Andy. Um, yeah, the best bit of cosplay I've ever seen is when we went to see video games live. Mm-hmm. Well back in the day. The first mm-hmm. one they ever did. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And they did a little cosplay competition on stage. And yeah. there was just, there was a couple of furries who got up on stage. It was a bit <laughs> weird. And the thing that the thing that won it was um, the tentacle from Day of the Tentacle. Because it was some little lad in a tentacle suit. It oh, yes. like But, but, and it's, it's to this day, I think it's fucking criminal, that tentacle one. At the far end of the stage was a dad who'd come with his daughter and his son. Oh my and god! The, and yes. they'd come as the, the daughter and son had come as fucking Phoenix Wright and uh what's her name? Mina. Yeah. And Mia, the dad yeah. had come as um bloody officer gumshoe. gumshoe and he looked yeah. the spit of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Amazing. like him. <laughs> I felt safer like knowing he was there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm still reading this. Rule six, in order to qualify for performance marks, you are encouraged to perform a skit based on your character. Oh, God. Skits must be no longer than three minutes. Oh, God. Your skit requires... Three minutes is a long time to watch people prattling about in costume. How how much trouble are we going to get in with the piss mad costume (laughs) when he has to Uh, perform his skit? (laughs) If your skit requires a specific soundtrack, either self-edited or commercially released, please either email your soundtrack with your form in MP3 format or provide a USB stick containing your file or CD, preferably both for backups, on the day with you to sign up. Can Tech I s- arrangements such as lighting, stage props, and oh. effects will not be supplied by Eurogamer Expo. Can I, I suggest the news? It's really game. cool that people do this stuff. Like that they care enough to do this stuff. Oh, man, it's a fucking whole other world to me. Can I? I, I seriously can. Can we get a new drinking game in which we go to the cosplay uh, fashion show, whatever it is, and uh, we just take a shot whenever we feel mildly uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's what it's for, man. <laughs> They've got on the cosplay page at the top. They've got just a bit weird. I mean, it's the it was that cosplay music video that did the rounds after Eurogamer last year. Right. And just the preview image for it is you've got um, Juliet from Lollipop Chainsaw in the middle. Of course. On the left, you've got one of the PVC nuns from Hitman with a fucking tear streaks down her face, and then Lara Croft on the right with all like cuts and stuff on her face. Yeah, I, I hate um... being male sometimes. <laughs> it's awful. What? I don't. I don't. It's What's that really do anything? Number one. Number one. <laughs> top of the heat, mate. Don't. <laughs> don't fuck it up for the rest of us. No, I mean we've had this. We've had this, we've had this discussion before. Like cosplay is okay because obviously it's not like a cynical marketing move. This is just people who are like you know just really super in like into a certain character and choose to play as them, um, which is fine. Mm. All right, right, what's next? next? Moving on, right, we're going to jump up a few because we're heading towards the end. Thank Christ. Techie Rob says, if you had to make your own anthropomorphic, wisecracking, cute animal video game character, what species would it be and why? Axolotl. <laughs> Axel, this... the Axolotl. Oh. Wish I had a wisecracking Axolotl with his little smiley face. I, um, I'd quite... I think a snail would be quite good. 
especially if because basically you wouldn't be able to attack anything. <laughs> you'd just be you'd have to crawl across a level, and unless it was like downhill, you'd have to get in your shell and roll down it. But unless it was downhill, you'd just have to go really slowly. And if an enemy came, you just hide in your shell until it gets bored and goes away. <laughs> yeah, the like, enemy just pokes at you for a bit. Yeah, it was Steg the Slug on the Commodore sixty four. Yes. Yeah, it's not snail though, is it? Yeah, game. but he moved really slow though. So they had that going on. <laughs> Couldn't he? Was the boss just a big box of salt? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like the whole joke was that you could travel over spiky bits, but you had to avoid salt. Right. Yeah. Okay. And like you could get in bubbles and fly around. That's all I remember. It was That's what I, slugs I remember do. It being not that very is a talent good. that that slugs have in real yeah. life. Yeah, I remember it just being a bit rubbish. I remember everyone mm. banging on about it at the time and stake the slug. It's the next dizzy. Well, it was, yeah, it was a and just platform of sealer quality. Why is this? No. Um, what would I have? I'd have um, uh, it's a good animal these days. Camel, um, lions, giraffe—they're good. They've got, they've got the neck, haven't they? Yes, well, they do have and, and yeah. we now know, after watching BBC's Africa, they can fucking fight. They, they can, yeah, and like, yeah, they're pretty, pretty hefty. So mm. I'm gonna say giraffe. Um, and uh, why? Because yeah, because like I didn't realize like it would. I'd probably make it a little bit like um, mount your friends. Mm. Like you've got the legs and stuff, but the neck is an extra, like thing and you can whip it around <laughs> <laughs> you can make it into a stealth game and just hide in trees using the camouflage like, that's true yeah no all, all that you do in the game it's it's a game where like you just have to you know hang around in trees but you can see danger coming like a mile <laughs> off so just leave before everyone else <laughs> cool next question um, Techie Rob also says what 5 to 10 words if any would encourage you to buy an Xbox One on launch day We've reduced the price to £10. We are developing Shenmue 3 for it. Right, I've got 10 words. Here's one for free with a copy of Shenmue 3. There you go. There you go. Spot on. Next. Bang on. Um, Rocker44 says you've been given the choice of how you die. It has to be based <laughs> on the death of a video game character. Whose would you choose? Oh, I know. End of game boss in Bayonetta. I want yeah. to be punched into the sun by a woman dressed in nothing but her own hair. <laughs> And and I want on my and I want on my gravestone to say it's the way he would have wanted to go. <laughs> um oh the um the final well not the final but the boss on the first level of Ghost Squad in the helicopter. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And um I'd probably go in the same way as the first boss at the uh, of Splatterhouse 2 which is punched in the stomach until it explodes all over the floor and if you don't get out of the way die <laughs> <laughs> next next okay here we go um okay Dumb Paramecium has asked a fucking run of questions mm-hmm. so we'll just die through him he says I recommended Dragon's Dogma to a friend and he doesn't like it does it make him a cunt Sean uh mm, no yeah Sort of. No, you're allowed to not like it. Like it is, it is like definitively fucking brilliant. Um, but I can see why some people just don't have the time. That's okay. If he's actually arguing that it's a bad game, then then he is a cunt. You can fuck off. Yeah, I, I. That's another one alongside Dark Souls and Dynasty Warriors that I really want to enjoy and put the time aside to enjoy it. But me too. I just don't, I just don't have the time. Like I just don't have the time. It's too busy sat in the fucking dark at a PC table talking to you dicks. <sighs> he also says, "Why isn't Kara Chan won that um, 
fucking Kara, who's on this podcast. Fucking Kara. Um, I always nice. swear, it says, why isn't she nominated for every other GMA award? Because we've got to be nominated for one. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't got her own blog, mate. Yeah. GMA nominated blog. Does she do a podcast yes. as well? She's on other people's. Right. Including ours. Yeah. you got to remember, though, boys, the podcast isn't nominated, so what we're doing now is a bit of a waste of time, all things considered. <laughs> yeah, we should probably shut up and write some words. Yeah. Um, he it's also the only said... reason you've let me on. <laughs> Because it, no, it has no ties to the GMA. Yeah, we waited, she... until it, we waited until we got the all clear. It was like, yeah, you're not nominated. All right, we'll get Ian back on. He <laughs> um, says, when is the final battle between me and David Turner's going to occur? And where can I find safe ones? Me and Dave Turner's aren't going to battle to the death anytime soon. However, I will go as far as saying that this right here represents the start of my campaign to be in the fourth chair at some point in the next few weeks after Farley leaves. Andy <laughs> Andy for Joypod. Oh, just fuck off. I've I've been on it before. I'm I'm seasoned. I only need a week. Just put me in there. Yeah, that'll be, what will be the point? That'll just be basically an episode of Midnight Resistance, but with Dave and oh, Michael guesting. It's like a it's, it'll be Trojan a horse. Yeah. <laughs> be good. Midnight Resistance X Joypod. It's gonna be amazing. That's true, yeah. It's the start of the campaign here. Ha- someone make up a hashtag. Um <laughs> Hashtag <your> shower <laughs> of cunts. <laughs> um and he also says, Is Blight Town really such a prick, or do I suck too much at Dark Souls? I'm afraid, sir. You already know the answer. Um, no, it really is a prick. It's yeah, horrible. But still. Andrew JWL says, what's your favourite game featuring poorly acted live-action cutscenes? Without question, the start of Resident Evil 1. Yeah. Uh, Command and Conquer 2. Yeah. Well, it's a good choice, but I still yeah. say Resi 1 tops it, man. Oh, and uh, wait, did Z have uh, live-action, or was that all FMV? I think it was FMV. Was, but yeah, right. all robots, weren't they? Yeah. And there's that one with the cigar, who's a character. Yeah. Cool. Next. Next. Okay. This is a good one. I think um, we might end it on this one. Yeah, I'm really it's pretty tired, tremendous. Sorry. It's pretty <laughs> tremendous. Mm. And it's from Captain Floss One. Right. Hmm. <laughs> and it's, would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or 50 duck-sized horses? <laughs> uh, I was, was going to say, well, obviously duck-sized horses, but 50 is a lot. Yeah, my legs would like... get tired kicking them to death. I reckon if you beat the ducks, no, the horse-sized duck, that'd be pretty amazing to tell people. But if you tell them that you've yeah. just been like kicking the shit up tiny horses, but a they'll animals, just think you're a bit yeah. of a dick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, actually. So say, aren't ducks also a bit like they're they're more of an arsehole than like you think? Well, geese are. I don't think ducks are too bad. Although Sean and I did see an incident with a duck. Uh, yeah, we saw a, a duck get gang raped once. I was really. Unpleasant. I was about to say ducks rape. They do. Yeah. Or, um, do horses? They probably do. Given um, half the chance. <laughs> Wait, well, we're, we're questioning it. Ducks, we know for certain. Am I going to search? Am I further sorry my uh, Google result, Google history? Do horses rape? Go. Uh, oh, right. Let's end this. I'm really tired. Yeah. Um. Thanks for coming on, Ian. It's been good. Thanks for having me back. Um, Not a problem. It's been we'll do it emotional. again. Yeah, let's yes. do it again sometime. Yes. Yes. Andy. Yes. We should probably mention, um, just to get the fucking plans out there before we go, mm. um, Eurogamer Friday? Friday night, Prince Pub? of Wales. That's Pub. it, Prince of Wales? I think there's two of them, but 
Fuck it. Just go to one. If you go up the back entrance of um, Earl's Court by oh, it's just West up the road, Brompton, isn't it? it's very near there. I think that's the station that you can find it from. I hope the toilet's that fixed this year. That might be completely year. wrong, actually. I, I missed out on properly meeting Gav Murphy last year because he, bless him, came to our meet and then I had to go for a poo. But then there was no toilet seat in the toilets at the... Prince, Prince of Wales. So me and Andy had to go on a tour of all nearby buildings uh, that we would be allowed that. in to use the toilet. Yeah, that was bleak, wasn't it? And then by the time I got back, Gav Murphy had left. It was one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, come to that. We'll, um, we're not actually going to be at Eurogame on the Friday. But, no. But we'll be drunk in the evening. Well, I'll be drunk in the evening. You'll be drunk in the evening. I'll be Sean will be miserable. Sean attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, if you want to come to the Mighty Friends thing on Wednesday, that's yeah, whatever. No one cares. Oh, no, right. it's uh, no, shut up. that's actually far better. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm going to be there. Is it? Are we? Are you? Am, am I putting it as sponsored by Midnight Resistance? If you want, right. it's not allowed. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I don't think. Well, yeah, it's our name. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah do it. Yeah, done. Cool. Done. The Midnight Resistance that's... Mount Your Friends tournament. There you go. Mount Your Resistance. You heard it here first. <laughs> right, let's fucking go to bed. Right. Yes, please. Good night, gents. Good night. And ladies. Uh. Oh, man.